We're live! Painkiller already, episode 290. Sexier people. Oh, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Look at Murka. Murka is, is, I don't know, 13, 16% sexier right there. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd so, go 18. 18, you think? Oh, uh, you're pushing it now. <laughs> we just said that this episode of Painkiller Ready is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your online professional website, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter offer code PKA at checkout. Plans start at as little as $8 a month and include a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Dude, so check them out. I was looking at Squarespace's DDoS protection. It's built into their system, which is fucking awesome. Like I, I mean, we used to run Huppet Gaming, and every time I promoted it, like they just knock off Huppet for you know the, like the key hours, like the first twelve hours that I put a video up telling people about it, they knock it offline, and it sucked. I, I wish that back then the the default was for people like Squarespace to have DDoS protection. But if your site does somehow get popular and people take an interest in it, then it will likely stay up. Because you're on a hardcore hosting platform like Squarespace, so sweet. Check them out. What's the coupon code? It's uh, it's, it's squarespace.com/pka. Yeah, I believe. Link, yeah. link on your screen, and uh, you'll be good to go. And we have. I know we always keep joking about it, and we've used it. Uh, we've kind of beaten it into the ground, but we really should uh, partner with them and like make. Even if it's just a silly joke website, I think that would be cool. I bet they would be up for like providing it for free. Let's just make a fuck Kyle website where you just go there and it just says your your computer says fuck Kyle, fuck Kyle, fuck like something really simple and basic and cheap. Just let's do something fun with it that we can talk yeah. about. Or like you photoshopped into horrific porn scenes. Like just Yeah, there's fun. that there's a YouTube video called like what would FPS Russia look like in a dress and it's just like a whole like montage of my face put into onto women's bodies and dresses you know any, anything humiliating like that i enjoy that sort of thing dude i reserved i've got uh, sleepingwithwoody.com because sleeping with jeff was that thing they did in the super bowl ad and everything yeah. i just want to upload an album of me snoring and see who buys it oh my god <laughs> dude, i have i have i have seen that performance live and i give it two thumbs down i am not <laughs> you cannot get me involved in that program uh, for any amount of money. <coughs> we were discussing this earlier, uh, you know, with the potential sleeping arrangements at Paintball, and we were trying to find a way to like protect others from Chiz and Woody snoring. Uh, it's like it's like I think we're gonna get Joe to come along, and it's like, well, maybe me and Joe could bunk together, and Woody and Chiz could both get separate rooms, way down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> at the hotel across the street. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping in my truck. Yeah, and you I, can't I, complain about that sort of thing, because what are you going to do? Hey, man, quit doing that thing that you can't help doing when you're unconscious. And, like, I, it's not going to work. So I, I, I wonder, have I always been snoring this badly? Like, Jackie complained, but Joe's never fussed. I don't know how many nights I've shared with Joe, but, like, he's never complained. Maybe he sleeps first and deep. I don't know. But, uh... Now I'm Joe's all... dealt with the bigger problems. He's not <laughs> that worried. <laughs> that could be it. But um, but yeah, I, I, it, I now I'm suddenly self conscious about it because what have we do these movie nights and uh, sometimes I, I go in and out of sleep while we watch the movies and uh, it's, it's me, Chiz, and Woody in this in this Skype call li watching whatever movie. I, what was the we watched uh, that Denzel Washington movie? Um, the Equalizer. The Equalizer. yeah, we watched that. Get that right. It was okay. It reminded me a little bit of um, that. Uh, what's the movie that Keanu just made? Uh, John Wick. It reminded me like yeah. a like a poor man's John Wick, in mm -hmm. my opinion. But it, it was on the same level of it was gun it was gun foo, you know, lots of shooting people in crazy weird ways and 
uh, t- killing a guy with a shot glass by shoving it into his eye socket, stuff like that. Did you like John Wick? I, I enjoyed I thought that. It was kind of actually pretty good. A lot. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I think it's going to be like a revival of Keanu's career. I, I saw an interview with him uh, not too long ago. It was it was right after his is that kung fu movie he he made last bombed, and it was hundreds of mil- it was like a hundred million dollar movie, maybe one fifty, and he was talking about all the. Um, all the uh, roles that he he has went out for, but he just didn't get. And he was like, and you know, normally when they ask him, well, how does that make you feel? He's like, well, you know, the best actor got it. And I just, I could have never done as good a job as so and so. But he was just like, yeah, it feels like sh- I, I feel shitty, you know, when I was <laughs> those because I want them. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted to be an X Man. I wanted to be. He wanted the Iron Man, right? Was that Iron Man? Yeah, he wanted all of these different roles. Yeah. And uh, and he didn't get any of them, you know. I'm sure he wanted to be an Avenger. I bet he tried out to be Hawkeye or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, he just doesn't get them. So with John Wick, I, I feel like maybe maybe the studios take him a bit more seriously now. I know they're making a John Wick too. They've already like punched the ticket on that. But I think that's a I don't, well, like don't make a John Wick too. They are just let it let it live. They're gonna they're gonna curb stomp that fucking dog this time. <laughs> like, I, I want to see. She's gonna go get ne- Liam Neeson to be his vet, and they're gonna they're gonna tag <laughs> team the the dog stompers. I hated Hawkeye in Avengers One. Not hated is strong, but oh. like he just there's nothing there. But then I wonder. Yeah. Was there a possibility to have anything there, right? The character was like, whatever, mindfuck. No, you were right with Hated. Show. That's a shit-tier character. Yeah, but, he doesn't have any ability, really. He could shoot an arrow really good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Black Widow yeah. doesn't, as far as I know, have any great thing other than being seductive and... Uh, you know, obviously a great she, fighter, but she's see, a, and that's good enough. She's a female assassin, though. She's like a world famous female assassin. It, it, I mean, I don't know. Right. If it's well, I, I just put her on the same tier as like Hawkeye, Batman, Black she's Widow. She's an action hero, just not a superhero. Yeah, so, but the thing about Hawkeye's spot, and God, these comic book guys who really know what they're talking about will hang me up. But in that movie, for like whatever eighty percent of the movie, he was under a mind control, and he didn't really have the ability to be a hero until that final climactic scene. Yeah. See, usually they have a counterbalance between like if a character is super ridiculously strong, he can't be super ridiculously smart. Like the Hulk, like he is, but when he's the Hulk, he's not super ridiculously smart. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye had no such counterbalance. He's worthless in every sphere you play. <laughs> Terrible. He's just like Bullseye from Daredevil where it's like, "Oh, that guy could throw a card real good. Wouldn't want to bet against him in a pub." Like that's it. That's fucking it. <laughs> But he he had like super arrows and stuff, right? Like he 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 hit the moving targets in the weak spot on the move. And dude. Kyle could kill bull, could kill either of them, Bullseye or Hawkeye. You don't have to hit the like, but, but, but you don't have to hit his fucking button. You just gotta hit his chest. I mean, <laughs> I mean, who cares if you can hit his button every time? That's a cool show off thing. But why doesn't somebody just shoot some of these lesser superheroes? I feel like they just need a couple of guys that know how. To, and I mean, you could go get some country boys or something. I got three or four friends right now that can go take Hawkeye down. Like they'd love to. I like right. to. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You just you, the Punisher. Now the Punisher is a badass uh, superhero. I feel like the Punisher doesn't pretend like he's got some sort of advanced, you know, uh, calisthenics or anything. He's not doing backflips. He's just a regular guy, Frank Castle, who's had enough. His family's been taken away from him, and he's going to punish people for the wrongs they've done. And he's got guns and explosives and cars, and it's realistic. But wasn't the Punisher, like, already dead and came back, though? I mean, they killed. They kill them all off once. You can't... The comic book Semantics. Can't, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he's, he's he's mortal. He's 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 just a regular guy. Uh, oh, we see, didn't introduce the, the guy's guests. character from the Hurt Locker could kill Hi. his character from the superhero movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm wicked shrapnel. 
Hey, welcome to Trapnel. What do you do? Um, I play video games and I make videos and post them on YouTube. Oh, I'm sorry. We've got, you've got a wonderful show. Uh, puppet show backdrop there. <laughs> I think that really is the same backdrop that Shoe Nice has. That's excellent. It's just the other <laughs> side. There's like the green screen thing. I didn't want to put the green up, so the other side of it's blue. Yeah. Have you ever a lot of not? Have you? I, what should I call you? I'm sorry. I don't know your first name. Just call me Wicked. Wicked. Okay. <laughs> hey, dragons. So, Dragon Slayer. I was wondering. <laughs> it just occurred to me. I played you in like a six v six, four v four. What did we play? Yeah, that was back in the day. Do you was remember that? that? MW three. If I recall correctly, didn't <clears throat> Wings of Redemption call you guys out and say you sucked at COD or something? How, uh, what? No, he called out Jay Nasty, and then Jay Nasty picked me and my clan to be his teammates. And then after that, it was like PwnStars.com, Trademark. Uh, <laughs> Those guys are really good. Yeah, they yeah. Are. And so that, that was like going to be the team versus whatever six that he picked, and then he backed out, and then when he backed out, because it was supposed to be on PKA, I think, so we're going to stream it, and then he backed out, and so you volunteered. And then, yeah, I was trying to take the heat off him. Like, yeah. the whole world was, because he called you out, not you, but he <laughs> called out Jay Nasty, and yeah. then he backed down, and he even backed down and said, look, I'm not as good. You know, like, sorry, I'm going to lose this. I don't see any way I can come out of this looking good. I'd rather just not lose. And uh, at the time, he really, really cared about how good he was at video games. Like, it was a big part of his sense of self-worth. At the time? I yeah. bet he would fight you right now if you, if you insulted his cod ability. <laughs> <laughs> He'd go hand to hand like it was Nom. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but at the time, I think he more closely thought his like career and his gaming skills were linked together. Whereas okay. now, I think he sees himself as more a personality. But um, so he went like bonkers on this thing, and 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 everyone was giving him a hard time. So I jumped in, and uh, I got ridiculously good teammates. Every one of them was like a top MLG pro. <laughs> It was it was the optic gaming. It was the whole it was it was the whole team. Yeah, yeah, optic gaming plus a few more. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, well, I, I hated that I did so poorly. Now, granted, I'm not gonna lead this lobby, right? These guys were super pros, but I was literally streaming three times. Like back in the day. I forget if it was YouTube or Twitch, but if you wanted to have multiple resolutions, you had to stream in 720 and 480. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I streamed to YouTube. Are you whistling? No. <laughs> I, Stop whistling. I'll do that in a second. I, I had to stream. I think I streamed to Twitch twice and YouTube once, or maybe it was the other way: YouTube twice and Twitch once. And uh, and I just had like the world's worst connection. That's, that sounds so awful. Like the excuses I'm making, but it is true. If you stream yourself three times while you play COD, it'll you'll have a a one bar, which is what I had. But we were able to go to game five against you and Optic, so I was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was happy with that. But was it five? Or well, I, it, I was, it was, it was best supposed of three. to be. It was, but then we played domination, and they're like, "Oh, well, let's play the other side." And then we won both sides of the domination, and they had won the first two, like CTF and okay, right, right, something else. So it was really two to two, kind of, and then then kind of made it. I heard the story. So you guys were. Um like scrimming practicing and you ran up against a clan who had an unbeatable strategy yeah. for that map what was it hard hat or something what was that map called I, th uh, I think that's what it was called it was the construction site in modern warfare 2 yeah um yeah, and they just, I think they used um, well, tactical well, insertions in C4, yeah. and it was just so hard to get map control back. 
<laughs> it, it was that strategy is definitely OP. People are like, oh my god, that's so cheap. But it was like it was pub rules. That was the whole idea. Was yeah. Pub <laughs> rules six v six. This is why they don't have pub rules in MLG. Or that's what you get. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure the MLG guys would have won by MLG rules. But that was like also part right. of the thing. You know, pub guys won by pub rules. MLG guys won by MLG rules. And then uh, I forget how it ended. I know that we won more games, but I don't remember which rule sets we played under. Or whatever. But yeah. Anyway, I stepped in for wings so that. No one would fuss at him anymore. Noble Woody stepping in with a one bar as Wings slinks away in disgrace. <laughs> Whatevs. So, uh, oh, so it's been a few weeks since I've talked to you guys. What's the the Wings update? What's going on? Um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, didn't internet, I didn't have internet for a week, so I, I got disconnected from everything. All what? I had was Fox News, so that kind of... How can you me. live without internet for a week? That's impossible. I feel like not much is... <laughs> I think he's live streaming a lot. He stopped dieting and exercising, focusing instead on income. And uh, I think he's... Skating mass right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we must start with a giant block of marble. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh gating mass is an always sunny in philadelphia reference that's what i was laughing at but um uh yeah yeah so he stopped it with the diet and exercise like that just wasn't his thing and um now he's working he's live streaming and he's uploading videos more often than before and it's my understanding that that is going better for him that this there's um i haven't seen wings live stream so I, I can't call it like e-begging but the e-begging model on Twitch is turning out to be hugely profitable. Mid-level streamers are pulling $1,000 days, you know, and they're averaging like three and $500 days. What is e-begging? Pretty much what you do is you live stream. And um, while you live stream, you just like over celebrate every dollar people give you, right? So <laughs> like, you, like someone will donate a dollar to you. And you're like, oh, Wicked Strap. Or let's pretend you did it to me. Uh, Thank you so much for your dollar. I appreciate it. And they play like celebration videos and they read whatever <laughs> message you want them to read. Oh, it says right here, fuck Kyle. Fuck Kyle. Woohoo. Thank you for your dollar. <laughs> this is great. And it's it's hardly even gameplay oriented anymore. It's more like a yeah. TV show that you can get on for a buck. <laughs> it's shameless pandering to the lowest common denominator. <laughs> and um, I, I, I can't knock it because I don't see any victims in this thing. The people who donate their dollar or their $3, those are, those are real frequent donation amounts, $1 or $3. I don't think they feel ripped off. I think they got exactly what they wanted. They got their mention. They got their thank you. They're enjoying the show. You know, like, I really love this guy. So I'm happy to give him $3 and, and, um, and support him and keep him on the air. But don't you feel soulless after about four hours of, of doing that? That's the thing. And I feel like, dude, all of us you know, who are doing any kind of entertainment thing are dancing monkeys in one way or another, right? <laughs> do, do we get to say that my version of dancing monkey is somehow more honorable than yes, their version Yes, you dance of your yes. own goddamn dance. We dance the polka over here. That's it. Awesome. Check you out can. my video on how effective it is. Coupon code Woody. Uh, Gamma Labs is incredible. But... <laughs> I, Keep on code wicked. <laughs> I, I um, <laughs> I I wouldn't stoop to e-begging Gamma Labs. By the way, awesome stuff. You'll like it. Keep me awake and alert and peppy. You really did go get some Gamma Labs. I was filling up my double coffee and and he was like, I'm gonna get some Gamma Labs. Yeah. Delivered. Because it keeps me alert, and I'm sleepy, <laughs> and uh, and I, I become the energetic version of me. It, it's it's like you know the other energy drinks, but times two. So uh, it's good to snort a line of Adderall. Am I right? <laughs> Damn straight oh, yeah. it is. Gamma Labs like snorting Adderall. Coupon code. <laughs> <everybody. laughs> so, <laughs> so, Kyle, you did. They should say that. And they should have a guy. On the, they should. 
They should get Sam on the on the on the Gamma Labs box, just wide eyed and crazy. <laughs> just jittering as he does his homework. Just... <laughs> so, uh, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So there's no victims in it, so I don't see any like harm in it. I, I also used to say this: people used to sell their um, spots on their friends list, right? I never did it. I uh, never did it. Whatever, don't care. But. I always felt like the people that bought the spots weren't being robbed. They got what they paid for. The people that sold the spots were doing fine. It was totally, it was totally worth it. The, pe the people that would pay, I don't think I was selling it for 20 or 30 bucks or something. And it was, it was twofold. And I'm sure you were going to get to this, but I'm going to steal it. You know, partly it, it filled your friends list up so you couldn't get any more messages. But also you usually, the people who would pay were usually decent players. Like, and I would get the, I would have maybe three or four of my guys and I'd, bring in one or two of these guys at a time and I'd, I'd, I'd play with those people a lot i met yeah. some good players like that like there were guys who paid to be on my friends list and I, and, and i wanted to be like i wanted to like refund the refund their money at the end of like <laughs> now you're a real friend <laughs> like, like, here's your 20 bucks back but you know of course but you didn't did. do that of course no <laughs> there were people who made hate videos about selling friendless spots and by the way, yeah, people like, made hate oh videos God, about God, me People made hate videos about me for selling friendless spots, and I didn't even do it. But that's that's YouTube. But anyway, um, I, I, and I always thought of it as like, well, I mean, what's bad is when you have unhappy customers, right? When they're getting and they're not getting what they expected to get, when they feel ripped off, that's the trouble. And with all this Twitch stuff, like, I don't know that they have unhappy customers. I think they're just whatever. Yeah, I stream on Twitch, and there's a notification that pops up, and someone donates. And I say, oh, thanks for the dollar, but it's not. I, I guess I haven't seen the streams where it's just all about the donations. There'll be donation so. wars. That's a popular thing. So two streamers yeah. will go together, and then, like, you know, so you and I are streaming. Uh-oh, Wicked Shrapnel, he's beating me by $3. Someone keep this close. We're neck and neck. Oh, I just got ahead of Wicked. And it, yeah. it's really about the donation war more than the, the stream. Like, well, I, I that's kind of douchey. Yeah, the, the gameplay, by the way, in this particular one I'm talking about, they're just driving around in a limo. Like, one of them's the driver, one of them's a passenger, and they're just doing donation wars in Grand Theft Auto. Uh, ah, so the easiest thing to pretend to be providing content while pandering and seeking money. But I hear you, and, and you, you, know, you look down on it, but it's like, yeah, if everyone's having fun, you know, the streamers are making money, the people watching are, this is apparently what they want because they're giving money for it. You know, no one's getting robbed. Knock yourself out, I guess. It's yeah. true. Yeah, definitely true. I just think it's, it's kind of silly. And I kind of no, see the no, whole... No, nobody is being forced to do anything that they don't want to do, so... Yeah. It, live, live and let live. Party is like, oh, look at them dancing monkeys begging for dollars. And then, but, well, dude, how is that so different than everyone else in showbiz? Even Jennifer Lawrence making her $20 million is doing it for yeah but that's kind of like a false equivalency it's like well 50 shades of gray and game of thrones are books they're just writers what's I, really different like there is a significant difference in quality and story structure and character development you know the finally I. coming to fruition a great storyline so i think there would be people out there though that are more of the 50 shades of gray audience that aren't into game of thrones though so it's all depends on the consumer now, great like, porn in both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle, did you listen to much uh, Game of Thrones today? You know, I bet you've caught up on me. No. I've been—I uh, haven't been listening. And I thought about it today. I literally thought to myself, 
Woody's fucking catching up on me. But I, I, <laughs> I'm I, really taking getting physically fit for the paintball thing very seriously. So that's taking up a bit of my time. Well, I'm taking listening to audiobooks very seriously. <laughs> and how, how many we'll books see which there? one pays off more. Um, <laughs> there are five books, Wicked. Five books. Five current, two yet to release. Probably not going to happen because he's morbidly obese and old. So, Kyle, you're 17 hours into book two? I will get you an exact number here. <laughs> and how do, the, how do the audiobooks compare to the show? Um, it, imagine the show like the, I don't know, the naked structure of a building, just the studs for the walls. And when you, when you, when you get the books absorbed, it's like, you know, you, you put the, side, the bricks on the outside, the insulation. It's, it's everything else. It really fills in the picture. A lot, a lot more detail? Lots more detail. Like always. Every book is better than its movie. Well, mostly. And, and this is true, too. Having said that, sometimes it goes on too long, you know. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to what. <laughs> Trust me here. <laughs> it does. It never goes on long enough. I love it. That like there will be fights that were displayed in, in the uh, in the television show to be like a quick fight where maybe there mm -hmm. were four people involved total, but in the book it was a battle. There was like fifteen guys that died. You know, someone's ear got cut off and worn. You know, there's there's lots of crazy characters in there like uh, Tyrion's wild men. Those people are bad fucking ass. Like, Timmet, son of Timmet, does not fuck around. On the I'll other listen. hand, I'll do this. When I got, when I started listening to the audiobook, I was like, I can't wait for the porn part of this. This is going to be badass, right? You know, because, like, like, a 10-second sword fight in the show is like a five-minute sword fight in the book. And they're just really doing it. My mind's eye is just loving it. I was like, I can't wait for Tyrion to fuck some whore. And then... <laughs> <laughs> And then he does, and it's like, and then they bed together. Scene. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Fuck this. No. Where's the Daenerys, like, you know, like, the, the Daenerys in particular, like, her character evolved from this virgin to this, like, sexual beast, right? You know, they, they she, she was, she was like a 13-year-old version with Carl Drago. I'm sure I fucked his name up. And, um... And then she goes on in, in, like, she takes sex lessons and becomes this, like, super, you know, sex, sexual. She aims to be a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They literally have, like, a, a coach teacher. So I'm waiting for this to, uh, like, to, you know, sort of unfold in the book. But no, no. George R.R. R. Martin or whatever the hell his name is. is it, what is his name? Did I get George it? George R.R. Martin. You got it. You got okay. it. Proud of you. Um, he does not do love scenes, really. He just mentions that, you know, there's a little bit in there. Like he'll mention like taking his cock in her mouth. And, <laughs> and, I don't and, even remember that. And her much. lips down below. <laughs> That's true. It's it's never sucking dick or like modern phrasing. It's and taking his phallus into her mouth. Like just. <laughs> but Woody, you have to admit, it was the feast scenes that you were like, oh my god, this can end now, right? Yeah. When he's, just, oh, for when he's sure. describing the food. <laughs> I don't mind. I want to know about that pheasant I, because I like to. Oh, that pheasant wasn't as good. Like, like some people are eating better pheasants than other people. Like, I, I like hearing that their food's a little, you know, I, I like it. I don't care. I am 23 hours and 20 minutes in the book, too. You, how many, how many hours of each book? 30. Oh, Roughly 30 hours a book. And, um, and Kyle is 23 37. minus 5. He's 18, 37. He's 18 hours ahead of me. So he was 30 hours ahead at one I point. I took a week off. I was, I was gone. Yeah. Kyle, you got to forge ahead. Book three is the best by far. I'm, I'm excited. Far. I'm excited hmm. about it. I really am. I want to know what's what's going on with a couple of the characters. Uh, the books are great. Really digging them. I'm well, gonna have to check them out. 
An audio book form is definitely the best way to digest a book. It depends <laughs> how much time you have. So I've been driving a lot. You might not know. I bought a new house. I'm driving 30 or 40 minutes there each way every day. And I tend to go out for lunch. And now I'm like scavenging for cheap materials for the shop. And I just have a lot of time in the car. So I'm consuming audiobooks. So you haven't moved into it yet? No, no. We fired another contractor. <laughs> we uh, Jamal, Jamal had to go. Jamal's done. <laughs> no more Jamal. Jamal's too. Uh, was it like past the deadline already? Oh, the deadline was January thirty first. Oh, two wow. weeks they said they'd take. Two weeks. We are um, about six. We're in weeks. month. We're in month two. <laughs> About to go into month three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it, I, I don't even. And then they, they say things that they get me twisted up. Like, you know, all right, we're gonna get you moved into this house, and then after you move in, we'll do like the kitchen, the backsplashes, and the, you know, we were having like built-ins in the master closet and stuff. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to move in with you. A big, big part of me moving in is you moving out. That's like part of right. the deal. You know, I, I don't want to like every morning we'll wake up and let the contractors in at 8 a.m. and walk through my bedroom as they head to my closet and get to work on a daily. No, like it, get out. Get out. That's part of the, the deal. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's good. What's the ETA now? Yeah. When are we you don't like to be talk home? about it. There isn't even <laughs> one. I, I'll tell you, if I were to ask them, they would say that probably a week and a half from now, they'll start painting. The painters will come in in an army of like 10 or 12 people, blast it out. And then there's just odds and ends like backsplash and master closet. Master closet by itself could be a month and a half long project. Like that's a, if, if they do it as long and drawn out and, you know, six times to repair mistakes like they've done so many other things then that's what you can expect. I'm surprised none of them hurt themselves while they were there. They were so bumbling. It was like you had the three stooges put your drywall in. <laughs> I, I, I kept waiting to hear, like, yeah, Larry cut his thumb off today, and, and Mike lost an eye. <laughs> like, it didn't even make... They were so incompetent at getting their jobs done. I don't know how they even work on a job site safely. The drywall wow. guy in particular wasn't so bad, but there were other people. Like, the guys that put doors in, that was Jamal. He fucked everything up. And at first, it, like, so Jamal's assistants are like 17 years old. They're kids. They're children. Always a good sign. Yeah. But what's worse than that is Jamal wasn't even on site the first couple days. He's working on somebody else's house while these 17-year-olds are just guessing at how to do shit. And, um... Like, they're cutting the doors to size incorrectly. There are wavy lines across the top. Like, real wavy lines. Like, like I'm like, do they fucking bite these doors? Like, it's awful. And um, it just Jamal himself, though, turns out to suck as well. Like, they were putting in a baseboard. You know the thing that's right above the floor and, like, it's, like, molding and touches the bottom of the floor? Um, we have, I don't know what our baseboards are. I'm going to call it, like, eight inches tall. So they had to take some off as they like fixed the floors and added new hardwood and stuff. Everyone checks their baseboards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of tall. They're nice. Fans, and, and baseboard having motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got baseboard envy now. Mine are only like three inches. <laughs> so the thing is this. When they replaced it, they put like five inch tall baseboards on there. So one side of the room is eight inches. The other side's five inches. They're like wow. coming up next to each other at a corner and one's <laughs> high and one's low. Wow. <laughs> Like, you know, and I've complained about so many things, like every door that, like, you know, you have two doors. I want to call it a French door, but it's really not that nice. You know, it, it's like for a closet. 
Yeah, a lot like what's behind you. Now the doors are touching each other like as during the closing process and they're not supposed to if they do then the paint wears off them and they look used in like three days you know because they're rubbing on each other it's a minor enough thing that i'm like not sure if i'm supposed to complain about that but yes i think you're right you know so i did but it gets to be be... done right before they're done or else it'll never be done right but or you'll have to pay someone else to do it right if you complain about stuff at that level and i have been then you're literally complaining about every single thing they touch they don't get anything that's perfect well um, that's when you did the right thing and got a new person that could do it right yeah so so like (laughs) we fired some electricians right she was putting in um like recessed lights in the ceiling and they weren't lined up you know, and she's like, I wish there was some way to like draw a long straight line. Like a chalk line? You don't have a chalk line? You don't know about chalk lines? What the fuck, woman? You install recessed lights and ceilings for a living and you don't know about chalk lines? What the motherfucker? So, so I figured it was another deal where she was just an assistant and she needed the master on site. These are not slavery terms. These are like the journeyman terms. Yeah. That, and, and, and she was just the assistant and she knew the, ma- the master comes on site he's like digging trench lines two and a half inches deep motherfucker like it shouldn't be less than a foot deep and and he's doing awful and we fired like first we fired her and then the other you people didn't, you didn't hire right. these people off craigslist did you no i hired the general contractor <laughs> off a recommendation from a friend and then he hired these subcontractors and these subcontractors are awful 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 and when we fired the electricians i was like i felt bad for him i wasn't sure if we should be like giving him another try or or whatever by the time we finished the fire the carpenter the finished carpenter i'm like you know dude how can this guy die in a fiery car crash i've got to get him away don't get him back he's like woody i just wanted to finish the baseboards and then we'll get him gone and then he, then he did the baseboards wrong and and that was the last straw this sounds like you just walked through some aisles at home depot and asked for volunteers dude like, how is it possible for people to be this inept it's very yeah. frustrating and, and you know like one the gc shouldn't have offered the job to these people two these people shouldn't have taken the jobs like it, if you were to hypothetically offer a job to me and like i'm good at installing backsplashes but it has all these other elements i'd be like dude you know i'm not your guy you know i've never done a baseboard before i times thought it was okay tough. they're mismatched people are just trying to adapt <laughs> dude, <times laughs> are not okay, i'll wing it how hard could it be <laughs> that's, that's they got it. a hammer and nail in their hand i was an accountant eight months ago <laughs> <laughs> they're they're i don't know i, I think it'll be done right in the end i uh, I'm, I'm not going to overpay. That's a thing. And, um, you know, and I, I, uh, it's, I won't move. I, I won't pay until it's done right. That's the scoop. You know, that's the power that I have. I can just sit here and withhold the check until all the items on the tick list are good. Right. And, and that's where that stands. Yeah, you have to sign off on What a it. disaster. <sighs> that, that sounds like some people that I've hired from Craigslist, though, to do, like, odd jobs around the house, like uh-huh. at, at an old house that, like, some of the concrete chipped off the porch and it just needed reformed to, to make a corner right and the dude just comes out with like some spackle and stuff just free handing trying to make a, <laughs> a corner with free, and it was just this odd blob that he formed <laughs> onto the corner and i'm like that is not square i want like a 90 degree angle 
And, and I'm like, can we take a picture of it? He was going to take a picture. I let him borrow my camera. He drops my camera and breaks my $500 camera. <laughs> Why he's taking a picture of his shitty $100 work. All the subcontractors like, have heard me say this. I, I, I'm, you know, Jamal. If I wanted it done shitty, I'd have done it myself. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the reason you're on site, the, the whole reason you hire someone is so that it's done They're quickly and it's done right. right. You know, yeah. like someone on on Reddit was asking me, "Woody, why don't you just do this yourself?" Because I'm kind of handy. I'm more handy than you might guess. And uh, and it's like, yeah, but I, I'd be forever. I'm a one man guy, and a lot of this stuff I hadn't done before. And it would have, you know, you hire a pro, so they come in with an army, blast this stuff out because they do it every day. But could that's you not build a whole experience. house on could your own? I? No, no, no. There's a lot of stuff that I I haven't done before. I think I see. I think I could do the framing. I think I could do the electric. Probably the roofing, although I haven't done it before. It's pretty straightforward. Um, I suck at plumbing. Uh, there would be issues in that. I'm sure of it. And. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I could finished build carpentry. a really shitty house all by myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be awesome. <laughs> and there's a lot of things in finished carpentry that I just don't have in my head. Like, you know, for example, like when you do crown molding and you hit a doorway, so it has to be terminated. Like how exactly does that get terminated? Do you just drill a 45 to go into it? And, you know, when do you just drill two 45s to touch? And when do you cope one? You know, you take the coping saw and you cut it to match the other, which is the butt joint. I couldn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. No, I, I I have gotten really frustrated with crown molding before and and cutting those. I, it's some for some reason I kept getting the angles backwards, and then I would flip everything, and they would still be up. Then they'd just be upside down, and I'd cut the wrong side of the board. I, I gave up. I it, it was it was really making me angry. It's tricky. I lose my shit over IKEA coffee tables. I <laughs> not do that. <laughs> uh, so one piece of good news is I have an internet connection there now. Time Warner did their thing. So um, I literally have dual. You have the 300 now? No. I have 50 by 5, but I have two of them. We had one run to my uh, guest house and one run to my main house, and then... I you know had underground cables connecting the two of them and such. So, so I have a decent internet connection. It will soon be upgraded to dual 100 by 10, and that's cool. pretty good. And Time Warner here just went to 320, so that's nice. Where's here? Austin, Texas. Oh, is they must be threatened by Google Fiber? Indeed, and AT and T Uverse has like a gig of fiber here as well now too. Do they but have it or are they no, just talking about it? Uh, some, I think some people have it. I know my friend with uh, has Uverse. It's I forget what they call it. Giga power, I think is what they're calling mm, it. Right, right. It's like three hundred up and down, but it's supposed to go to a gig up and down. It's not in my house though. Time Warner's all I got. <laughs> so um, Google Fiber is coming to my new house, not my current one, but to my new one. And that'll nice. be interesting to see. Like, I feel like instantly Time Warner will respond by going to 300 if they can, and it'll be good. It'll be did, good. Did that factor into your decision of uh, where to move? Yeah, yeah, but only a little. Because um, at the time we were buying the houses, they were just on the selection list. Like, they weren't announced. But I was really happy that the gamble kind of paid off and Google Fiber's coming to the new house someday. Awesome. Yeah, and I live like right outside of Austin. I just say I, I live in Austin. Cause I live in Round Rock, but okay. where the fuck's where the fuck's Round Rock? Most people don't know where that is. <laughs> but but so it's not coming here, at least not anytime soon. Did the FCC did a big thing today. Um, two things: one, net neutrality became like an official thing. 
So yeah. now, like Netflix, you know how they previously had to pay like Comcast and Verizon money to get decent internet service? Well, I that, think they were wanting to. They couldn't, but they were wanting to, right? The, the cable companies were wanting to charge them more. No, they did. Twice. They paid. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, I follow this closely, yeah. So they, I know they paid Verizon. I know they paid Comcast. And I don't know if, who else they've actually paid. But they were kind of... It's basically... What it is for people listening, picture these major backbones as a spider web, right? So like Cogent and Verizon and Time Warner and Comcast, they have a like a spider web across the United States of networks. And then there are points where these spider webs connect to each other. And those are the weak spots. So I, I'm pretty sure that um, Netflix goes over Cogent, which is a tier one like major league ISP. And at the spots where they connect to Verizon or Comcast, we're very weak. Now it's cheap to upgrade them, really cheap. Like in the court, like I think it's less than ten grand, you know, to add a new port to this stuff and put it together. But they were not wanting to do it. They wanted to get millions or tens of millions out of Netflix for them to do a ten thousand dollar upgrade, and um, they got it out of them several times. And now. You can no longer prioritize stuff, so you can't just like hold back Netflix. You know, you, they can't just hold back you know one type of traffic, and uh, it's a really good thing. It's, a, it's one of in my head, like I guess I'm sensitive to internet stuff, but it's one of the most important things that the Obama administration has done in the two terms. And on top of that, they did another thing. They made it so that the laws preventing new ISPs from going into certain towns, like these anti-competitive laws, they're gone. So companies like Time Warner and Comcast had pretty much paid off politicians and made it illegal for other ISPs to come to town. And those all got superseded by federal laws today. Nice. So it allows some more competition to come in. Exactly. Exactly. Competition's always a good thing. For us it is, not for them. Right. <laughs> but yeah, is, today a major thing happened. Uh, the, the FCC made these rulings and they were... They were strong and uh, and they were important. So another very special announcement was made recently. Apparently, Emma Watson is going to appear topless in a film this summer. Ooh, even more critical than yes. FCC. Much role. more important than all that FCC <laughs> shit. You know, I was thinking about her topless career recently. It was just like yesterday or today. It's like, dude. There is a payday to be made here. She's kind of like a top boxer, right? In that, like, you are in your prime, baby. How old is Emma Watson? Like, 26, 27? 21, maybe? No. <laughs> no. Is she really that young? Well, There's no way. Emma I bet she's what? 24. She is 24. Hmm. Okay. Oh. But there is a backlog of people who want to see those hoo-hahs. And... I, I, it's just like it is time, baby. You, she's she was doing the like Mayweather Pacquiao thing, waiting till she was past her prime to show the jugs and and baby cash in now. She's she'll get twenty million, thirty million for a role where she shows up topless. Get some. It, it doesn't look like she's got jugs though to me. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't really need the money though. She's sitting on all that wizard cash. Like, she doesn't need shit. It's definitely more of the athletic body type more I, of a fit body type I, right. she's I, worth 60 million i'm a big fan of her wow. body type that's uh yeah I, I guess other people are more jug oriented but um yeah no i like no fit all the way you got to go for longevity <laughs> that's 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 it baby fit right. all about fit she's going to star as a young woman who has been sexually abused by her father 
You're oh, gonna Jesus. love this, Woody. This is great. This is perfect. <laughs> Emma Watson top auditioning for dad. Stars. Nude scene. <laughs> <laughs> I want the dad roll. Oh, <laughs> There's like a pedo Jesus. incest thing going on here. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Hook me up. Well, not pedo, but incest is strong. Well, wait. I, I, how old are you suggesting sure. that she was in her like eligible years oh, when she got? Oh, I was Never mind. I was assuming it was like a current view yeah. of her struggle being, you know, incested or whatever the word is. <laughs> Wincested. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus! The film Christ. is called Regression. For anyone who wants to dig any regression deeper. with an so this R is going to be P. sad nudity. Regression with an R, and she's co-starring alongside Ethan Hawke and Meryl Streep. Is Ethan Hawke the dad? The, I don't know, the man. The pedo I, incestuous dad? Maybe so, yeah. That's my role, bitch! That should uh, be me! Now I feel like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> they passed me over. I was perfect. Well, that is something to look forward to. <sighs> Not anymore. It's really I don't sad. know. That sounds sad. And when you can just see still images online, why watch the sad parts? Or you can go, are yeah. you familiar with MrSkin.com? I am. Yeah. They're the ones you, who made the announcement. They were, they were, they were first on the scene. Wow. Really? That's a that's a that's a ridiculous website. They just compile all the uh, like nude scenes from movies of from all time, actors and, and they've actresses. got categorized and uh, and searchable, and it's like a massive database. I I, I picture They're this doing good I, work. I hope it was started by like a couple of frat boys who were just like, we need to the put guy, this together. It has to exist. Yeah, the guy who like owns the thing and started it, he actually goes on the Stern show a lot and 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 uh it, it's pretty funny. They do like a an award show every year where they name like, I don't know, one of the categories is best back burger, which is when you can see a woman's pussy from like behind like <laughs> There's tons of them. Hang on, let me let me let me find a few more here. I've got I just happen to have this handy. Let's see. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, the anatomy awards uh now I'm gonna be googling best back burger. Yeah, best full frontal. Uh, that went to Scarlett Johansson this year. I just got burgers, way back burgers. <laughs> uh, I'm looking best full like frontal. I think I think we could you could even maybe play the award show uh, and and stream. I'm watching it right now. They seem to be blurring all the nudity. Um, uh, did you pay the four dollars a month to get in? No, it's free to. Oh, I think there's a teaser that I'm watching. This costs um, four dollars a month. I'm on MrSkin.com/slash/anatomy awards, but I'm. Is there a video playing? Uh, I just hit it. Oh, I see what you're seeing. Yeah, I think you could play that. <laughs> best breast, best butt, best full frontal, best lesbian scene, best TV show, uh, breast picture. That's a category. Celebrity nude debut, newcomer of the year, best ass backwards, best BBW, best boob squeeze, best butthole blur fail, best, <laughs> best butthole blur fail, yeah, yeah, best lip slip. Oh, here it is. I see it. Best lesbian scene, best TV show, picture, celebrity nude debut, newcomer of the year, like you said, best BBW. Is that big, big beautiful. beautiful woman? Yeah, yeah. Best boob squeeze, butthole blur fail, best, best coin I slot. <laughs> Best left boob only, best light boob, right boob only, nip slip, nip drip. Nip drip? What's a nip what? drip? I don't know. Look at these like, categories. Best well, nude scene like playing it. a saxophone. Yeah. Best nude while smoking. Someone. Best nude with robotic arm. 
Um, Who's your favorite Watson. celebrity? Name, name, just pick a celebrity female. Emma Watson. Well, she, she's that a tough not, one. Okay. Um, hang on. Let me, Meg let, me Ryan. See what, let me see what comes up with Emma Watson. Right. Best triple nipple. God. Triple nipple. Who are those are there? Um, best side burger. Skinny dipping. Skinter racial threesome. Best thong. Triple nipple. Best upside down cake. I wonder what that is. Ooh, me too. Hottest masturbation scene. Monster muff. And the last one. Stretchiest nipples. Oh, why would you want that? Stretchiest? I, I, I'm about to cough up four bucks. <laughs> four bucks a month and you're gonna forget about it it'll cost you <laughs> that's what cost, happened to hulu a hundred dollars to cancel <laughs> yeah dude i, I forgot about hulu, hulu for like three months hulu is the is the bad netflix like they, I, I, I just canceled mine this last month <coughs> i can't stand watching commercials when i pay for the service that's, that's the whole point oh no now that parks and rec is over there's no reason to have it at all. That was the big reason I wanted it, so I could see Parks and Rec as soon as it came out. Kyle's coming and leaving, and my whole scene is getting twisted. Uh-oh. I apologize. Does that mess something up? In a big way, yeah, yeah. It okay, does. well, I, I, I'm going to go pee. I will just mute my microphone. I won't. Uh, you will just be left with this. Okay. Didn't you pee, uh, like, 40 yeah, minutes right. ago? Get your prostate <laughs> tested. You, you I did. drink. Look, do you see this coffee ago. cup? Uh -huh. Wow, that looks like an eight-ounce cup. How do you hold it in? <laughs> this holds this holds four cups of coffee. I drank two of these Gamma Labs here, which is yeah. why I'm so hyped late at night. And uh, and I'm not peeing. I am drank. Baby. I have drank 32 ounces of coffee and two 12-ounce uh, Diet Pepsis. So I gotta piss again. If that's okay with everyone, I can you do it right here. Huge, I'll fill this motherfucker so. up if you yes. want. Yes, all right, that's what <laughs> I want. It. Do it. That yeah, would be much more entertaining. Talk. Talk and talk and talk and fill up your cup. <laughs> fill up your cup, bitch. Let's see it. Let's see it. Whip it out. Come on. Let's see the thick four. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feeble three. <laughs> uh. I'm liking the new... Oh, I, so, so for people who don't know, we got a new layout. We're using Skype now, which is why the video is improved. But um, my co-hosts can't see me. I I, I no. need two cameras. Huge I think. loss. <laughs> I need two cameras to pull off what I want. And I ordered another one. It was supposed to arrive today, but there's this big snowstorm and it didn't. Bummer. So mm -hmm. that's that. The power is out at my new house for two days, which suddenly has me wondering, you know, should I buy that ridiculous generator? It's always good to have a backup. Yeah, how much? It's like it's like a whole house generator. So if the power goes out, it... I was looking at whole house instant generators. That that deluxe package that does the because I bought a big house. It would be close to thirty thousand dollars. Wow, it's a pocket lot. change. That's one is, is, video that's, of you that's, singing that's poorly like the, online. The Cadillac of of the most. There's can you do like ten, fifteen thousand that'll last for like. Eight hours or something. So they both last for a long, long time because they run on propane, and I have a thousand-gallon propane tank. But the other option, something like ten fifteen, like you said, would also be instant on, but it would only power two of the three sub panels. So certain rooms wouldn't have power. Um, mm. I don't know what else. I think the HVAC and AC would run, but yeah. One thing I'm just starting to research into is solar. So you, I could do a. The solar system that maybe couldn't do the whole house, but it would lower my electric bill every month. 
Yep. And, and then you can get solar and wind. Because usually when it's not sunny, it's windy and vice versa. I, I hadn't seen that, but it's, it sounds like a good idea. Um, but the nice thing about solar plus batteries is even though it's expensive, they're all expensive, but it would lower my bill every month. There'd be some possible return. Whereas yeah, if you're running on propane, there's, there's no no concept of return. You know, it's, right. it's just... Yeah, solar expensive. would eventually pay itself off in like 20, 30 years or something. Or even if it didn't, right? Even if it like paid itself halfway off. I mean, propane doesn't pay itself off in, at all. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. added expense. And a, a lot of electric companies will, I guess, subsidize solar just to help relieve yeah. pressure from their grid. I know in Austin, they will pay like half of it or something crazy. So but I'm, <sighs> I'm just getting started into learning about that. But uh, welcome back, handsome. We didn't see Did your penis. Back? We were all disappointed. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a narrow. I mean, I, of course, have seen it anyway. before, but I was really, yeah. you know. I mean, <laughs> I think I was asleep during that, which is surprising considering the snoring. <laughs> hey, you really do snore quite loud. It's nothing to be. First of all, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's it is snor old. It really isn't because here's the thing: like, if you farted in your sleep, like really loudly, and it was like gross, like that would be embarrassing. Like, I feel like that would be bad. But the snoring, it's just like, yeah, he snores. Like my dad snored. I'm used to putting up with it. I've known lots of people who do. But it, but when when you when you're in the room with one and you realize it for the first time, you're just kind of like. Oh, it's going to be one of those, huh? My okay. nose has been broken many times, and I snore. I, uh, I'm telling you, we'll go get that plastic surgery together. It'll be, they'll, we'll, we'll, it'd be great. We'll go through recovery and, and everything together. Dude, we should totally do what that. What kind of yeah. homo adventure are you two going on, getting plastic hey. surgery together? What do well, you get? He's, he's well, gonna, what kind of plastic surgery do they do to make you stop snoring? Butt implants. It'd be a nose job. Yeah. It'd be a nose job. They're yeah. going to have to go in there anyway, so they might as well, you know, Make it real. Make give him a perfect nose. Yeah, I have going. a deviated septum. If you look, oh, you guys I, can't I, I've see. I've had but... a deviated septum. I had surgery on it when I was a teen. Yeah, I, I, I had three uh, nose surgeries. It's gorgeous now. <laughs> gorgeous. I envy you. I um, yeah. No, my genetics are that of a handsome person. Yet I have this big nose because it's been broken so many times. Yeah. And uh, mine was broken three times with basketballs every time. Really. <laughs> I, <laughs> Mine's been broken. Well, once it was broken in two places, and that was a guy's fist. Another time it was broken in one place, that was a guy's fist. And another time I was like wrestling with a dog, and I got headbutted. That's the four. And, the dog um, headbutted you? Yeah, you know, it was just playful sort of thing. But the dog like arched his back and. Yeah, uh, playful headbutt. What's that? Just a playful headbutt. Like it wasn't mad at you. Right. Well, like, we were like wrestling. Like it, like we did it a lot. We enjoyed it. He would you know come by me and like you know like you could just tell his like body language and stuff was like let's go he'd he'd do that thing where he goes down on two legs and and he'd you know he'd want to wrestle and goof off with me and in one of the times we did it i was like hugging him from the back and he lifted his head real quickly and, and hit me with the top of his head and my nose yeah. and um i love that dog dakota he was great taught me to i want to hear hockey. about wicked shrapnel's Three breaks, not playing basketball, yeah. right. not being involved well, in basketball. Yeah. Just you just got <laughs> one. Well, one wasn't in playing basketball. What the first one was a full someone threw full court basketball across the gym. <laughs> hey, look out! And I'm looking the other way. Turn, bam! Right oh. here, here, pop! Right as it hit. Ah. 
full court. And then another one was playing basketball just in someone's backyard and like spin around someone and chest passed it <coughs> right to my face. Boom! My nose just exploded. Blood. Uh, <laughs> dude, bloody noses. I'm sorry. Broken noses bleed a lot. Yeah. Like I, a I, lot. I, I, I wrote my name in blood in his front yard. <laughs> yeah, when I broke mine playing basketball, got elbowed in eighth grade, they had to change practice to half court because it looked like someone had been murdered on the side where I broke it. They were like, all right, this is just gross. Who cares? Just eighth grade basketball, get on the other half. The, the worst of my breaks when I got punched, and I told the story before walking to the boardwalk, etc. Some of you will remember it. But I was amazed at how much blood there was. Like, like I was in a parking lot. And it was like an entire car's space was filled with blood. Like it, yeah. it was just a ton of blood. And, uh, and I was also, oh, oh, another thing. So I've had my nose broken. And then afterwards, I was kind of like still in it, right? Like, you know, my heart was wherever it needed to be. That time, I, I can hardly explain how it just completely took the fight out of me. I was done. I was calling a timeout. You know, yeah. I, was just, I was worthless after that broken. I was just... Yeah, I think I was concussed. I don't know, but it was like... It's... How old were you the first time, Woody? The first time ever. It was all teenage stuff. Um, oh. Yeah. I was, like, I was like 16, 17. Yeah, I think I was 16. I was 19 when I got the, the worst of them. So that was dreadful. And, and then after that, I'd get frequent nosebleeds, just like dry air, you know. Oh, just, me too, man. It's the worst. It, it would just bleed all the time. Like, ah! Oh! Finally got surgery and it yeah. never bled again. My First time it happened, I was eight, and I remember having a, a cognizantly having a fear running through my basement as I was bleeding. Like I'm gonna run out of blood. This is how it ends. <laughs> this is how it ends. I'm Bleed not gonna. Have, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. There's enough to come out. Yeah. It's awful. Oh, that sounds terrible. And couldn't breathe through one nostril at all. That's my thing. I have one nostril that operates on about twelve percent efficiency, and yeah. and it's just. Wow, I'm glad I'm glad my mom paid to get the surgery then. This is this sounds terrible. Like like I got punched in the nose and it got it just broke and then we went to the doctor and they unbroke it and they like put it back in place and it's all good. Yeah. My mom added an extra surgery the like the I didn't go to the doctor. Time. I let it what heal happened? wrong. Like she like I had a bump in my nose from when I was a kid, like just a not good looking bump. Not that noticeable, but when I was under she was just like, you know what, while he's under there, just kind of like shave it and make it a little, you know, just kind of fix that a little bit. Oh, make that's him... a good mom. That's a good mom. She's a right very there. good mom. Yes. Yeah. That's Is a that good mom. Got... How old were you? Uh, that time, I was seven or eight. That's when you got, that's uh, the, she got you circumcised uh -huh. at the same time as well, right? <laughs> uh, yes, we, we invited the, uh, the rap Two for one coupon. Yeah, yeah. Could you, <laughs> yeah. uh, down there, yeah. While he's under, just snip some along. Yeah. Let's sip here. Nah, they're, they're, Couple of my mom got depressed when I was 12 and became um, like she wouldn't like being called this, but absentee mom is a, is a term that comes to mind. Uh, didn't really cook clean or, or mother very much from when I was like 12 to 18. Jesus, that is like the last third of your childhood. You said that like it was a passing thing. Yeah, that's pretty serious. Yeah, that's uh, a shame. Yeah, I kind of, like, at the time, there were times when it was like, bad mom, you're terrible. Well, did she still fight you hand-to-hand, -hand, though, so that you knew that you, she loved you? <laughs> <laughs> she still came at you, and you know, you know, with jabs and crosses, right? She really like, just, didn't. Just yeah, to like, show the love. We, it, oh, it, it happened abruptly. We, we moved to Ocean City, and um, 
that's when she got depressed. The mood was bad for her. She like, left all her friends and such. Oh, and we stopped having family dinners. Um, we stopped... Like, she stopped checking on my homework or anything. Like, as it would be prior to that, I was an awful kid. I was just an awful person. I was terrible. And I would lie and, like, not do homework and stuff. But at the previous school, she was sort of on top of me about it. You know, they'd need, like, I'd have to get my mother's signature and stuff. So I'd just forge it and get caught and keep forging it. And it was bad. But by the time we moved to the Ocean City, suddenly, like, all the parental supervision and checks and balances were gone. Uh, I had no bedtime, right? So even at like 12, I'm out till 11, midnight, just like fucking around. Um, I used to sneak out a lot and, and drink, and, but that was at like, well, chucks, that started at 13. Um, so, so yeah, she was just, but she was depressed. Like I, I, I would call it, see, I think clinical depression means you've actually been diagnosed and that didn't happen, but... But it was no joke, you know, she was going through something on her own too, which it took me like into my adulthood to kind of see her side of it. Well, that's a shame. You're going, you're going through that whole thing with the intruder as well. Yeah. Oh man, that that had to be a rough time. I was, um, I was 17 when that happened. I remember because I could drive. Yes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) to tell the story, fast forward, right, right. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how much detail to add, but. Basically, this guy would come to our house every weekend and rob us. It was typically a Friday or a Saturday. Every weekend? I know, right? So you're thinking, Security's why don't pretty we... lax around the woodwork. <laughs> Get some fucking ADT. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know, right? Like how many times? In total? Every week. 14, maybe? Like oh, a God. lot. Like we got robbed a lot. And, After um, one or two... Well, then I'd be staking out, waiting. We did that. It's funny. Yeah. So the first time, we weren't even sure we had been robbed, right? Like, my mom was like, yeah, I thought I had money. She, she went to the ATM machine on Friday or Saturday, and she would have, like, an envelope filled with cash. Like, you know, that, that's how it used to come. Or she went to the bank and got a withdrawal. And, um, and the guy would just take the cash. And she was like, I thought I got cash, but since it's missing, I'm not quite sure. And then the the second time we got robbed, she was like, I definitely had cash. There's no doubt about it. It's not just me being, you know, flighty or something. The cash is gone. And my brother and I both secretly thought it was each other, you know, because we knew it wasn't ourselves. And, and, right. that, and my brother initiated the conversation. He's like, you know, Woody, did you do this? Like, did, you know, are you the guy stealing mom's money? And I'm like, no, I thought it was you. And we both walked away from the conversation convinced that it wasn't an inside job, that we were being robbed. And then probably week, like, I'm making up numbers, but week four or five-ish, one time the, um, my mother's purse was actually found in the backyard with, like, the contents scattered about, but the cash gone. Wow. And, um, and then she started, like, changing up where she put her purse because it used to be hung on a kitchen chair. So kind of in the open. And I'm, I'm sure she was still suspecting you guys, too. I don't... If she did, it was never expressed. You know, right. like she didn't really ever, you know, accuse us or ask us about it or anything. And um, she started putting her purse in, like, one of the kitchen cabinets as opposed to, like, almost on display, hanging off a kitchen chair. And uh, the burglar would find it, steal it, and that would be that. Uh, one time we did a stakeout, like you said. You know, my friend... It, oh, what happened was this. So I used to sleep on the couch a lot. This is another, like, lack parenting thing to me. But I used to just sleep on the couch a ton. And um, uh, the burglar came in one night, 
and I had my wallet on the coffee table. It was like one of these Velcro surfer wallets. The bait. <laughs> no, this wasn't the stakeout. It, he, the wallet was like 18 inches from me. And he literally came in while I was sleeping, opened the wallet, took the cash out, and tossed it on another couch. We had three couches in our living room. You did it's catch this scary. guy. Scary. Right? Is this going to you catching him? Let me ask you a question because I never thought of this. At any point, and think hard about this. Did you? Did anyone ever consider a ghost? No. Ah, oh, <laughs> no, that would have been no. great. Like if he, if I, the the perfect robber, he would be coming in, leaving ectoplasm, and like, <laughs> like he'd be going in the bathroom, like, like huffing, <sighs> like get out, like on the mirror and stuff. Like, yeah, they'll never think it's Jamal. That's not a perfect <laughs> robber. That's just someone terrorizing a family <laughs> and happening upon some wallets. <laughs> a robber is exactly what Woody's describing. In and out, like a good time to me. Like a whisper. It, it that, wasn't that until some balls though to rob you while you're like laying there. Yeah, that, that double whammy of my money going as opposed to my mother's, and the fact that he was I, I in my head I pictured him actually leaning over me. Right, I'm sleeping, probably snoring on the couch, and this guy like smelling your hair. He literally like opened his wallet. He was right there looking at me sleeping while he was robbing me, and that like. One, my money yeah. was gone, and two, I felt really violated. Like this I was a big deal. That's scary. Yeah, yeah. And if, if not, most of you probably haven't been robbed. But the prior to this, I had seen not movies. while I was in the house. I've had my shit broken into and shit stolen, but not with me present. That's freaky. I had seen a movie prior to this where the woman described this like feeling of invasion and how she wasn't safe in her own home and everything. And I thought like that I wouldn't share that feeling if it were to happen to me. Well, it did happen to me, and I did share that feeling. The fact that my home wasn't a safe zone anymore was a really big deal to me. So um, uh, then we did a stakeout because I got robbed, and I didn't feel comfortable and stuff. And my friends and I had these grand plans. We were going to duct tape into a chair, not tell my parents about him, shave thief into his head. and like th This was the teenage mind at work. It's all battery. <laughs> You know, we're really thinking through it. So 25 the, to life, Woody. <laughs> kidnapping. Yeah, Conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had all cut. We were going to beat him down and shave him and embarrass him and do all sorts of crazy stuff. But uh, we couldn't be quiet, right. you know. <laughs> After like five minutes, like, I'm bored. Yeah, so, so we ended up just sitting in our dining room, like talking to each other all night long, and the robber didn't come. But um, one or, time. Like, came and heard you talking and left. This is how it ended. The um, uh, I was I was up super late. It was like four a.m. or something, and I'm watching the um these lumberjack cutoffs. Have you guys seen this on ESPN? Yes. They put like a mm -hmm. motorcycle engine on a chainsaw and just cut wood really quickly. And uh, and I hear uh, the steps. We had a basement, and the steps were creaking, and I heard it like creak, creak. creak. Oh my god, that freaked me out. Yeah, and I'm like like. <laughs> Like suddenly I'm on like like high alert. It's like code red right here. Like, did I just hear creaking? The and, call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> and, 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 I, and sure enough, like because I heard it in like the first three of twelve steps, and like yeah. And then it's it's getting to be like really confirmed that there's definitely an intruder entering my house from the basement. So I head over to the to where the basement door led into the house. And I see his fingers, right? It's it's. A, oh my god! Yeah, were it, they it, long and spindly, <laughs> ghost white? That's when you want to just like cut them off. <laughs> they were they were spindly. He was a light skinned black guy, and um, 
I saw, I saw, right. That makes me racist. So I saw his fingers through the door. Like he was pulling it back closed again or something. Like maybe he heard me or I don't, I don't know what the idea was. So I kicked the door in his fingers and then opened it. And the guy was perfect. So 17 year old me was like a little late to the puberty game. I had just gained a lot of height, but I was real skinny. This guy, though, he must have been like 5'3", 105 pounds. Like, he was just a tiny person with no muscle mass whatsoever. And I start screaming at him, motherfucker, fuck you, gonna fucking kill me. And, and he looks at me, eyes go wide open, and he falls straight backwards down the stairs on his ass, right? He just, he's like in shock, and he falls backwards and tumbles down the stairs. When he gets to the bottom, he races out, and there's a door that leads outside. And, uh, and I gave chase to about the door, I guess. And uh, at that point, I woke my father up by yelling at the burglar. My father goes racing out the back door and chases him in the alley. And he didn't catch him. The guy had a bike. Um, we had a, like a small guest house in the backyard. And he had a bike leaning against that. And he just took that and, and rode off down the alley. Wow. And uh, from there, we called the police. And the canine team came. And uh, the police had an idea who it was. So they went to his house like hoping to catch him on his way home and and like nab him in the act with like i don't i don't know what the you know, evidence there'd be but maybe they bring him over and ask me to identify him but uh um they didn't catch him on the spot and the dogs followed the scent like to the end of the block and then it kind of died off i guess a guy on a bike doesn't leave much of a scent um the story kind of ends with i read in the paper of a guy who fit his description like his height weight skin color um, being charged with like 28 burglaries wow. but no one really notified us that like this is the guy and and such that like i didn't get full closure but i'm pretty sure he got busted and, wow yeah. that that stakeout story reminded me of the guy that got convicted it was an old dude there's kids that were robbing houses in his neighborhood and he got a gun and waited in his basement with the lights out and parked his car down the street to make it look like he wasn't home and just waited there until they broke into his house and he killed them both. And then he got, he, re, the, his downfall was he recorded the audio. He recorded the audio and, and it was, he said like, he was calling him a bitch and calling him names and like shot him <laughs> and they were already disabled. And then he like finished them off. And, <laughs> and they like played that. Allowed to do that. That yeah, wasn't the guy. Was, now, that wasn't the same guy who did it in his garage, was it? No, this he was in his basement. Okay, because there was a guy who um, he oh, basically yeah, guy this kid his goes garage. in his garage, opens the garage door up like a foot or two, and then puts a purse inside the garage within view of the outside. And some poor German exchange student was just walking along, minding his own business, saw it, walked up there, and this kid gunned him down. Yeah, yeah, this he was just hunting people. Well, well, that that one was kind well. Of, he well, was someone. I remember hearing that one. People had been. <laughs> breaking into his garage and stealing stuff but he did kind of like leave bait in that one yeah and he and in the same way he like finished them off like it was one of those things where he like shot the guy and then he like walked over and took aim while he was on the ground like dying and shot him again right. Right. you know yeah, well that's that's not that's not cool but yeah. another little piece to my story it, and it, it altered my view on witness testimony but i was so close to my guy that if i had reached forward i could have touched him right like i could have touched you know put my hand on his shoulder that's how close we were and i got pretty significant things about him wrong like I, he was wearing a hat i knew that and i, I thought it was a blue hat and in my head it was kind of like dr chiz's hat but blue denim 
It turned out to be a baseball cap, also blue with the Harlem Globetrotters logo on the front of it because it fell off when, his, when he fell down the stairs. And uh, it was like, huh, like I got that hat really fucking wrong. Like the only thing well, right was it was blue. And um, you'd make uh, a terrible witness. Have, have you watched Brain Games on Netflix? Just this oh, reminds me of it. I haven't watched it. But the, but I they actually did, watched an episode of that. Yeah, they did just that. They like staged a crime, and all these people saw it, and it was like totally different. All these different things that people saw. Okay, it's like it's the most. It's an interesting show, but it's so condescending in its own right. And I know you'll know what I mean. Where like it sets up things where it's like, you know, those optical illusions where there's like a gray panel and another gray panel, and they're like, which yeah. one do you think is grayer? And instead yeah. of being like, actually, they're the same shade of grayness. It's just this that makes it different. It's some guy like, you're so fucking stupid. You thought they were different, jackass. And then they like have the robbery happen, and they're asking people who are honestly trying to help. Like, yeah, I think it was a, you know, a young guy with a uh, plaid shirt, maybe a hat. And they're like, you wish. Dumbass. <laughs> they're showing everything else, and it's just condescending. And it's like you could have made this cool, but you're being a dick about it. You know what I saw that was cool? So um, you remember the Ferguson protests and the shooting and that guy with the swishers and whatever. Um, one of the lead protesters, like the guy that was organizing the angry people, the police invited him to come and do a drill that they do with new policemen. And essentially it was like a shoot, don't shoot drill. And if you watch it with a critical eye, you can see it was kind of set up, you know, to... To, to create failure amongst the guy taking the test. So the first thing is, this guy is a flat tire, and he's completely friendly, you know, and, and the cop comes up to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad you're here. I'm having a hard time with this. And he's like, my tire iron doesn't fit on the thing. And he reaches, and on the back bumper, there's a gun. Pulls out the gun, shoot, shoot, shoot. And you're <laughs> like, well, fuck, you know. There's a situation right. you didn't see coming. So then the next time, there's a, and he's like, now you're dead. Right. You didn't do it right. You didn't you manage the guy incorrectly. And, you know, you didn't even ask him to comply and you're in trouble. So the next time there's two people fighting and the cop goes to break up the fight and the guy like puts hands on the cop. You know, he's like pushing on his chest. What's wrong with you, man? Back up. We don't have a problem here. Why are you giving me a hard time? And the cop like shoots and they're like, well, now you shot an unarmed man. Right. This right. guy did nothing wrong. He was just you know, fussing with someone else. And you came up and you killed him. And, uh, and then there was a third scenario, but you're like, aha, I can even see that. The first scenario, the guy seemed totally friendly, then he pulls out a gun. The second scenario, now he's already jumpy, having failed the first test for not shooting quick enough. They invoked a quick shot in the second scenario. And then the third one, I don't recall, but I can see the importance of complying based on watching this stuff. They, they really got the guy to do it all wrong. And then he walked yeah. over the same thing. He's like, I'm going to tell my you know followers that... Uh, that you got to comply. The police are in a really tough spot. Yeah, it's, it would definitely yeah. be scary. I mean, they're probably setting them up yeah, to fail. <clears throat> yeah, but they, I guess there you know, are some scenarios. Problem? Eventually, you're going to run into something that happens like that. You need to be prepared, but don't be so trigger happy that, like, you know, he was shooting when he didn't need to shoot. My, my robbery problem, dude. So I had night terrors after that, right? And then, You needed a night knife. I had a night knife. <laughs> but not like Kyle's. Kyle, show him your night knife. Night <laughs> That's what I needed right there. I slept with a knife under my bed for like a decade. Like for a long Murder the darkness time. in the night with night knife. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I had these night terrors, this this dream that the, the guy would walk in the door and like his back lit. So like all I had was like a silhouette and I couldn't like stand up and do anything brave. I was just like in my dream paralyzed with fear as I tried to talk, but I couldn't even yell out. And, and then I would wake up in sweats. And um, it was one of the reasons I like Jackie. She would like, like, you know, Woody, it's okay. It's okay. It's just me. Everything's all right. And, uh, you know, sort of helped me cope with my, my nightmares. Which, uh, which circles around stuff. to my fucking general contractor giving the password to my new house to Jamal. Thanks, thanks, Ed. <laughs> well, well, it's like a, a keypad. <laughs> that was a personal <laughs> moment. <laughs> it's just like, thanks, Ed. God damn it. Yeah, I love that. That thing's such, that's a real fucker row you got over there. Not stealing anything that nefarious I, to I, change the size of your ground molding in the night. <laughs> right? Let's break in and install like mismatched doors. That so would you can be... get into your house with a password, like someone can hack it. Uh, it's the garage door opener has a password uh, you can key uh, okay, in. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. got that too. So I'll have to change that. Ooh. Although I, I ooh. the password we had was my first choice. Now I need to go to something else. I've already started thinking of like things like should I use Fibonacci sequence? You know what? What is that Not thing? Now. For, <laughs> yeah, now. What is more. that thing for moles? Or I don't know. I've been thinking of different ideas. Just use guest. That's what I use for everything. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, we need to sort the password out. I guess. Fucking a. Um. So right, I so got my uh, I got my paintball gun for the uh, the uh, PKA YouTuber uh, meetup paintball. Game. Show me. I know it's nearby. Look at that thing. Yeah. Let me, what? On it. let me zoom out a little bit here. Oh, you figured out the zooming under Skype? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You're going to ruin it's kids' weekends. Bipod? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> that is so, a paintball gun. This is my paintball gun. I've um. This is the dye dam. Dam is a uh, dye assault matrix. Um, I'm not sure what kind of optic I'm going to put on this thing. I'm going back and forth. Uh, I'll put this L-can on there most likely, but if I'm able to get my thermal stuff in time, and I'm, I'm about 80% sure I'll have the scope in time for the thing, uh, then I'm going to put like an $8,500 scope on this $1,500 <laughs> gun that's already got about five or $600 worth of accessories on it, and I think I'll be able to honestly say I have the most expensive paintball setup ever assembled. <laughs> you, you, yes, you need to get that so, scope that, that like automatically will fire once it's right on target. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm like a mile away. <laughs> so it's got it's got it's magazine feed. You can do it that way, and in each of these uh, is ten rounds of first strike rounds. If I want those conically uh, shaped rifled projectiles that shoot accurately for very painful, feet. very gotcha. painful. Or I can flip a little switch here. Uh, just flip this, yeah, that forward, and I can go to hopper feed, so I can have like a big 200-round hopper on top. Or my personal favorite, though I've got to update the software on the gun apparently. Or, or Where Jesus Christ! Wonderful toys! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so <laughs> overpowered! You can go to the fucking like 320-round box mag, 28 balls per second. Fucking oh my god! Death this machine. is just pay to win. This is just a pay to win. <laughs> game for you, isn't it? This is a pay to win. That I'm so very powered. excited. 
about the upcoming paintball game. I'm going to put a bayonet on this thing, like a foam <laughs> one, like a foam one, and I'm going to have a, 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 a go. I'm going to have a couple GoPros. I got a GoPro thing that attaches to my back, and it's, so I am like a, it's like a scorpion tail, and the GoPro hovers over my shoulder right here, and I'm going to put a GoPro looking straight through this site, so Can you'll you be able to. Can you that again, Kyle? I'll show it to everyone. Yes, yeah, that's amazing. Let me uh, let me get that. So I'm gonna have like four GoPros total rocking, and one of them's gonna be on the front. So if I bayonet somebody, it's gonna be from that point of view as I poke them. <laughs> all right, that and is so cool. I'm just jealous, and all those kids are gonna hate you. I have been working I out. I want to play with Kyle. I've, I've it never hurts. Even played paintball before, but I want that. I. <laughs> I'm looking. Would it be tools and accessories? Where the hell is this thing? No. Did you link it yet? Um, is that yeah. like a custom design thing, or is that like you can go to the die uh, dance? The, your your whole setup there, that paintball gun. Um, the, yeah, that's you can you can order that offline. It's fifteen hundred bucks. It's called a die dam die assault matrix. Is what the dam part stands for. It doesn't normally ah. come with that scope. And that box rotor is extra. So are the. Um, All right, I'm gonna test something here. If I can switch to, I got like twenty of these. It's gonna be the I'm die gonna, dance. It's awesome. So it's Bam. the die die assault matrix. Yeah. So this is the backpack that he's gonna be rocking for a third person shooter view of uh, of it. I gotta say, I feel like the effort I put into the PKA production values is just stepping up. You guys can't see it now, but someday you will. Looks good. Yeah. Oh, that's that's I, like a uh, Doctor Octopus. Yes, I'm going to be the Scorpion, and that's amazing. it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited. I, I'm going to put that on and start doing my runs with that on. I think I should be wearing like like running with a gun and everything. I've been mostly <laughs> on the elliptical and and uh, and doing weights, but I I feel like I need to I need to lose as much fat as possible so that I'm I'm more speedy. So I'm down to 175 pounds from 188. So. I got a ways to go. I got I got to get faster. Like my uh, zero to sixty is pretty. My acceleration is <laughs> pretty pretty weak right now. But I'm working on cardio right now, and and I'm gonna have a lot of fun when we get to fucking Chicago. I hope a lot of you come out and play with us because I'm really excited to see you all. And ho hope that you are on his team with that setup. <laughs> I, I would like a lot of you to come too, but especially if you're like not special like if you're like 12 years old and you've got a bit of a weight issue come on out come on out <laughs> we got a spot for you <laughs> you'll make a great target yeah absolutely you know are you nine years old and a little bit frightened come play come play you're gonna come play. see me doing like the matrix cartwheel while shooting and stuff. <laughs> like i <laughs> i was telling chiz i was like you know i'm halfway considering some gymnastics classes because i really feel like <laughs> if i do that I feel like if I got a month of gymnastics in, that would really be be worth it. You have a one-handed cartwheel down pat. That's if I yeah, absolutely. A lot of upper body strength, some balance. I think you know some core strength building. I, I think it would be good. I, I'd probably be in there with a bunch of twelve-year-old girls, but I mean that's a plus, I suppose. So I, I'm definitely considering it. I could do a backflip into the swimming pool. That's about as uh, the extent of my gymnastic ability. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and like get my wings redemption obstacle course set back up, so I'm gonna be out there hurtling and running through cream corn and doing my Jeremy pulls. Really getting. <laughs> I'm gonna be ready to roll when when, uh, when April comes around. And did it's you guys see the pushes I put in there? That's what the show looks like now. It, it looks great. Oh, I'm digging it. Yeah. Except that I mid blink in one of them. Oh. Looked like a maniac. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Very cool. 
Yeah, I oh, like that. That, that a lot. does look very nice. I think I like that a lot better. It's a lot cleaner, and uh, and all of our pictures are uh, are much better. Yeah, Yeah, real nice. Better. So yeah, I, I'm excited for that thing. Right now, it's it's a bit tentative, but everything is focused on making that thing happen on April, the weekend of April. Uh, it's like let me let me be exact about this. It's uh, the tenth is a Friday, so that's when I'm heading that way. But it'll probably be Saturday, the eleventh and twelfth at Paintball Explosion, just outside Chicago, Illinois. That should cool. be cool. Hey, yeah. so I think. Everyone but Kyle and I were vaping. I guess that's just the two of you. Vaping. Dude, vaping is going crazy. It seems like everyone's vaping. What is the scoop with vaping? What? I, I've, I've been doing it since, it's like three years now, maybe. Twenty uh, October Ooh, 2012. An OG. October 2012. <laughs> well, I, I smoked for OV. since I was 18. Like when I turned 18, it's like, I can buy cigarettes now. I might as well do it. <laughs> it makes you cool. And it, it, it wasn't does. even about that. It was just like I'm I'm now allowed. It's like when I turned twenty one, I went to the bar because I was allowed to now, you know. But I think I had been into a bar before, but <laughs> it's like a rite of passage. Like I bought right. a, a lottery ticket when I turned eighteen. I think it was like one of two or one of one I ever bought. Just the yeah. fuck of it, you know? It's like I never bought a lottery ticket. You mean a stupid tax? <laughs> it was a $1, like, you know, like the lucky seven that you can't win. And if you do, you win like a fucking pack of airheads. <laughs> I won I won $80 one time on like a $10 scratch off. You would, you ass. I, uh, <laughs> I, I was leaving Vegas one time after having a great time. And, and I won like $800 in the airport just sitting there waiting on the plane. Um, nice. I get lucky with the machines every now and then. Not so much with the roulette, though. Not, not. <laughs> I was there for not you, so for much. Your demise. I'm uh, lifetime ahead at the casinos. Now, the truth is, I hardly ever bet. You know, like I'm just out. And I think betting, I'm behind. But this is what happened. One night we went. It was me and then this this other couple we've been friends with forever. The, the dentist and his wife. And um, there was a guy there who felt like he was being lucky because Danielle, this other woman, and Jackie, my wife, were there. And he was winning at the craps table consistently. And then he was feeding money to my, I think she was my fiance at the time, Jackie. And, uh, and I wasn't sure, like, Indecent Proposal had, like, recently <laughs> happened. Like, it was a fresh movie. And I'm just, like, I don't know how I'm feeling about this whole thing, but, but it's money. <laughs> and, and I didn't have any. And I, it was really, like, even just, like, $5, $10 at a time. I, I think he gave Jackie, like, $190 to just stand wow. there, blow on the dice every so often. And, uh, and I'm right there with her. It's not like she's going to walk away. Or, and, and, but but, but it's it, it's, it is kind of a little insulting, though, to, you, to like, your man. Uh, like, come <laughs> on. That was, you can't be secure. It's like you blow on the guy's piece for luck. I mean, come on. He's saying, hey, pretty lady, blow on these dice. It'll make me lucky. And he's, he's definitely more worried about the dice at that point than the girl. Uh, if you get super, but, super, I guess it, it depends on the situation and how his how he's yeah, acting. So maybe so. Yeah, he was. So he was older, right? I'm gonna call him like 31, and Jackie was probably like 21, something like that. And uh, you know, he just he just liked having Jackie and Danielle, the other girl, like nearby while he played craps. He felt like they were good luck. I don't know what else he was feeling. 
you know, but <laughs> I, I just You're like, feeling something. Yeah, it's just but but if money, a midget walked by after he won a thousand dollars, you can bet your ass he wouldn't pay that guy to stand next to him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think he liked having the girls flank on either shoulder. Yeah, but, yeah it, it's like the you know the picture of the casino where it's like some guy like. <laughs> and then there's the two hot chicks and it's like that's what it's supposed to be i've still never gambled i want to try it you've never gambled hey never you're, gambled. you you're ahead of the game he's, well i'm technically even, even. yeah <laughs> yeah i that uh, i don't know I, it, I even today i'm like dude was i selling jackie Oh my well, God. not in a bad way you were renting her come I on i was renting her. all right fair point, fair point. Yeah. yeah i also wow. got two of the pistols what am i looking oh nice. those are the um they fire first strike paintballs yeah the magazine fed first strike ones and uh i can hook this one up to my cold remote now so i don't need co2 i can just keep switch switching mags i'm really really excited about this wait you can hook that up to what How, um what do you like do a coiled remote uh, you you screw a little thing in here, and there's a coiled uh, hose that goes to the oh. uh, compressed air on my back, so I can be, go super lightweight with this and just. For people that don't know, the the pistols have a little CO2 cartridge, and um, you run out of. It, it's tough because it. I have a hard time in my head. I'm not that experienced of tracking it. I think a cartridge can fire about two magazines, like maybe twelve rounds total. Does that sound about right to you? Something like that, yeah. And uh, you're like, but what happens is like not much in paintball in a round. You'll shoot like three or four and then you just like put those two back in and then you're like not quite sure if it'll do the whole next one or not. Well, it's all with these with the Tiberius is it's, you know, the the CO2 goes here and the and and the uh, the ammo goes here in your magazine. So Mm -hmm. I just throw a fresh one in every time. Um, They don't don't have drum mags for those pistols. um, I'm. I I'm, I just had I had a guy 3D print me a drum mag for my rifle. It's gonna sh- hold like 50 rounds of first strikes, and cool. so I'll be able to shoot those fully automatic. So, but I don't think there's a drum mag for this. I should probably look into that. So Kyle might do a new cartridge for every magazine, but I think most people don't because a cartridge will be about two magazines, and oftentimes you don't even shoot a whole round. Like you might shoot two that round. You know, that's all the targets you got an opportunity to shoot at, and um, you know, then you're just stuck like not knowing quite how many paintballs you have left versus air and stuff if you have a cartridge then that's nice i mean that the coil fed thing is cool because you're virtually limitless air 40 bucks yeah cool that's nice but i don't know i'm looking forward to paintball but i'm looking forward to the whole trip i'm looking forward to the steakhouse that night i'm looking forward to the paintball that day i'm looking forward to i don't know watching movies hell game of thrones will be on right yeah i think so yeah, yeah. it will oh that when is it? What what night no, of the week? Game of Thrones is uh isn't it last week of April? Oh, maybe I'm wrong then. Maybe so. Last time we were Living Legends, well. I mem- remember. <laughs> is it come is on so Sunday? Joe Lozon and I co- shared a bed and watched on watched on someone's laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Kyle fought in the grass at a Marriott. Yeah, it was, it was a good a, night. We watched night. The, We watched that shit chomping man. Oh um, yeah. Uh, we had our drinking contest on my laptop like an idiot. Yeah, that was that was a great... all the most horrific things on the world. That's a real good time. I don't remember it. Was I there, not there for that? Maybe there. no. You ducked out of most of oh, yeah. the the gross contest where you were like, I don't want to sit here because it was a drinking contest. Of Kitty sat across the table. We had the laptop face toward myself, white boy, 
Kelly, Kyle, maybe T Mart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I don't recall yeah, T Mart's yeah. second part. There, and sure. then Kyle was picking, and we were picking the most disgusting videos we could. And then if they detected any semblance of emotion whatsoever, we had to sit there like stoic sociopaths and watch this horrific nonsense. And if we made a response, we had to take a shot of tequila or a shot of something else. And it was not the best idea in retrospect. No, no. (laughs) It It sounds like a neat idea. It sounds like, but the thing is like, if I don't feel like drinking, man, you're such a third wheel, right? Being the, like the sober guy at a drinking contest. you just leave. None of us wanted to drink Woody. <laughs> that's why we had. That's why we kept our faces straight. Yeah. <laughs> when when she, Kitty was like, "Hey, you twitch, you twitch." I'm like, "I didn't fucking twitch, and I don't want to drink that warm vodka." <laughs> I'm like, come on now. I did not. Twitch. Yeah, we just had a bunch of warm svedka or something. So then awful. I'm pissed. I'm having to drink this when I don't feel like I should have had to. So I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting actually competitive about. It. I, was I drank a whole bottle of scotch in a live stream last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of scotch? Isn't that scotch? Uh, Glen Morangi. Is that how you say it? <sighs> that's, know, a, that's a popular that's a, thing now, the drinking and the live streaming I, and such. Well, well I, I don't drink too often, and I didn't intend to drink the whole bottle. It just kind of happened over a period of like four hours, but by the end of it, I was pretty damn shit faced. <laughs> I could not hang. No, I, I didn't even remember going to bed or stopping the live stream. Glad I didn't do anything stupid that would get my channel shut down. But and, uh, <laughs> but I posted like the last thirty minutes of the live stream on my channel, and I was I was pretty shit faced, calling everyone motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's an expensive <laughs> evening. That stuff's like, isn't it like 60 bucks? Yeah, on the, it was like 40 bucks maybe for the bottle. Yeah, but I'm jealous. That, that's going to be a fun trip for you guys. <laughs> well, there's another trip that, that I was discussing uh, maybe after this one, and, and it's even less uh, concrete than the... Uh, Is it paintball related? Uh-uh. No, it oh. would be it would be the survival trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I it might be too early to talk about that. It's it, do people take a tally of the things that we talk about that don't happen? Well, I want to it, add this it's, it's, what, what's the score? Uh, I think we've done about three things and not maybe twelve. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it depends. All right, let's so let's let's go through some. So bug fights. I was worried <clears throat> that we were going to get in trouble for like basically making bugs fight to the death. It seems like bug torture, and nobody are, wanted to house they, fucking like sand spiders. Activist though. Well, if you know, you're putting it on the internet, and I could—I just didn't want yeah. it to become a thing. I, I, I can just see—I've got this YouTube channel where, like, a scorpion is like stabbing a tarantula in the eyeball while, like, and I'm giving a, a you know sound effects like, "No, not my eyes, not my eyes." Mm. Yes, take it in the <laughs> eye, take it in the eye, you whore. And you know, it's—it's it's funny and it's hilarious, but somebody's just like calling the bugs rights activists, and they're—they're they're all outside my house picketing and stuff. I don't want any—I don't want to take any chances here. So that's nobody all I'm cares about bugs. All also, Not nobody even would care. He's just going to be talking about chickens, and then a bee lands on him, like, save the chickens, save... And, <laughs> and, Kitty, and Kitty was very anti, like, you know, s- sand scorpions living in the house and, like, tarantulas and, and all that shit. Because, you know, they get loose. You just got to burn the fucking house down. So I've got this fucking terrarium. It's in the other room. I even bought some sand for it, and I had all these ideas for, like, cool backgrounds to do. It's a cool concept. It'd be a real fun project to do. 
but I'm still worried about having deadly creatures in my house and torturing them to death, essentially, because I wanted no, to put the hazards in there, like in uh, the running game, or the running man. It wouldn't be deadly. You wouldn't get, like, actual venomous creatures. You'd get that just, like, the like, big, yes, scary, beat-down creatures, you know? That one didn't work out, though. Uh, however, we, we like did our... Sur- we, we totally went on the survival trip. We made that, we made that happen. I just... I just got very ill, and there are people who don't believe I got very ill. It was awful. No, he got ill. Yeah, yeah. I it tried to awful. record it. I tried what, to what record him vomiting like a good friend would, and um, when I held the camera up, and it, it wasn't so dark that I couldn't see, but on the camera, it was pitch black. Yeah, like, if I was gonna fake being sick, I'd have, I'd have been like, all right, come here, I'm gonna puke now. Like, <laughs> something like that. Like. Yeah. I was really sick. It, it was a full was moon. Like a stomach bug. And it was like foggy out under a full moon. So to my eye, it almost seemed lit. You, but, you guys were like drinking out of the streams and stuff, were you? He swallowed a bunch of turtle shit. I, I think I swallowed <laughs> some river. So. Swallowed what? River water. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. I, that's all I can imagine. That do you think that's what did it to you? Or were you thinking that you were sick I had beforehand, eat. maybe? I, I don't know, to be honest. I, I, I really don't. Mm. I, just know, I just know it felt awful. And I was... I was still not well, like you know. Yeah, when, and and when you got home, you didn't just bounce right back. You were sick for like, yeah. a, like it, in retrospect, totally the right idea to bail. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was really sick, but I've got an idea for another survival trip that would be even cooler. And I already have like wheels turning, and people are being asked if uh, they would have us. It would be a, going to somewhere really cool. Yes, mega cool. I, I, I'm, I'm clued into the details of this. We'll see if yeah. we can make it happen. Yeah. How many hours did you guys make it in the wilderness before Kyle's, you know, dysentery? I mean, we were threatening 24. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that movie, like 128 hours. Kyle's version is like 91 minutes. (laughs) 91 minutes in the wilderness. It was rough. (laughs) It really was. I I might have died. It just shows the clock on his his watch just slowly ticking like 3 p.m. in big letters. 3.08. And (laughs) it couldn't have gone any worse. It really couldn't have. I I was just. I, like I could have dealt with hunger or, or anything, mm-hmm. but it was just like n- intense nausea, just puking my guts out. I drank I was, out of a creek when I was a young teen, and remember having some some explosive internal combustion coming out. Oh, of my oh head. No, young young teen, young teen. How old is young teen? Because the fact that 13. you use teen, that's inexcusable. You just drank out of a dirty stream. <laughs> no, it wasn't dirty. It was in the is winter. Austin, Texas. God, he's got a woman's bladder. It was it was uh, clean looking water, and I thought it was just you know snow melting. It's snow water. <laughs> you saw yeah, it, it was, in all the was, movies. Yeah, there was there was bad things in there. That's my stomach. Yeah. So, so what else is on the list of things we talked about doing? Um, you know, there's Fat Lincoln. That was a thing we were gonna do. Um. You were going to fight that guy at PAX like four years ago. Never did that. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. He didn't want to. <clears throat> I wonder how obviously Jesus is doing nowadays. Oh, that's who that was. I forgot. Yeah. I, I forgot who that was. I, I don't know if he shut his channel down. I haven't looked in ages, but he stopped uploading. I remember he, he basically did a thing where he said like, he's – depressed or mentally ill or something and then he would get better if you guys funded a vacation for him to go to Europe <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> and, <laughs> I, I would well, like you to. know, technically, he might get Just a little better for two weeks. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, and that's the last I've heard of him. Wow. Yeah. Um. Huh. I, I uh, what do we have here? Hey, what is what? that? Is that he a has so many toys? <laughs> it, is that is the, the turkey is... shoot gun thing? I I might have. Oh, is that like the a sniper paintball rifle? He has a Hunt's shotgun. Gun? He has a shotgun with like an I don't know, like eight twelve foot barrel, something like that. Yeah, is that the punt gun, Kyle? Kyle, you're muted. What? Yeah, we don't hear you. This is uh, this uh, is my twelve gauge pump. That's uh, got the super crazy long barrel. And so how long is uh, that barrel? Uh, I'll give you some. I'll give you some reference. Long enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too long. Is that the, that's the shotgun that you brought out that day? Yes. But it's red now. It wasn't red before. It's red. It's been painted. Uh, hang on a sec. I don't like it that way. Kyle does stuff to his guns that other people don't. Like, he'll just, like, you know what? I need a gold AK, and he'll spray paint that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. So this will be a cool way to get an idea. So here we go. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> It's uh, it's like impossibly long. Like, <laughs> here, hold it by the stock like you're a soldier like that. that. I want to see how much it extends past your shoulder. Oh, hang on, I'll stand back here. Wow. So for people that don't know, there are these shooting competitions where you need to get the most amount of pellets onto like a flying target. Look at I that thing. Even, still can't even see the top. Yeah. Above, above his head. He's trying to touch it with his hand. About to um, spin on it like a stripper pole. And by having a long barrel like that, it keeps the pellets together. So if you shoot it well, then all the pellets get on target. Well, that's ludicrous. Yeah, it, it's for a particular kind of for home defense. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you live in a so, long hallway, yeah, can you explain what? what that gun is for? I did a poor, like, poor job at it. Shooting turkeys at a thousand yards. <laughs> uh, they have this. They have a competition called a turkey shoot. And, um, you're not actually shooting any turkeys. Your prize is a turkey. They usually they usually do them around Thanksgiving, and they'll take like a uh, a poker card, or uh, you know they'll draw a dot on a pie plate, and they'll they'll have the target at 30 yards, 40 yards, 50 yards. Everyone uses the same ammunition. You fire one shot at the target, and whoever gets the most BBs in the designated area wins the turkey. So the goal is to shoot a very very tight pattern of shots so that you've got more in the center, and a barrel like that does that very very well do they give you a live turkey that you get to shoot or just like a butterball yeah, turkey like a butterball turkey oh so have funny. you competed with that gun in this competition i saw that gun in a gun store and i said i'll take one of those <laughs> um, i i have i've only shot it in the field at you know i've shot a lot of stuff with it but never like competed with it i really should i mean i will i probably will this year now that you mention it it'd just be silly yeah <laughs> Well, the whole they, there's the whole no point. rule on how long the barrel can be. No, no. So and why not? Any longer? more than that doesn't <laughs> seem like it would be functional. From where you're standing or the front of the barrel? Because it good seems question. like yeah, seems like you could get a barrel that touches the playing card at some point. Yeah. <laughs> if you're he man and can hold up, you know, fifty pounds of steel. Well, the, I mean, what are the rules, right? Way? Can you go inspect the target, maybe prop the barrel on it, <laughs> and then walk back? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, it's, I was a kid the last time I competed in one of those. I was like 10 or 12, so I don't really remember the rules. But 
that thing's definitely the way to go because I've, I've shot it against my own like extra extra full turkey chokes and that thing beats them awesome. uh, what's in your hand now what do we got there I don't know if I've shown this one on the on the show yet. This is my uh, my Nighthawk, uh, my oh. AAC edition Nighthawk. Uh, it's a 1911, um, and I've got a Osprey 45 suppressor on it from Silencer Co. Makes it very very quiet, and you That's can see awesome. it's not a uh, round uh, suppressor. It's square, gives no. it more volume. Why do you need a silencer? Um, pretty cool. I'm just being this, an asshole. I hate yeah, that oh question. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I, I like silencers because you don't have to wear ear protection and you can kind of casually talk back and forth with, with people like, yeah, yeah, watch this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. Watch it. <laughs> and yeah. like, especially with the 45 ACP because they're subsonic, so the rounds are not breaking the sound barrier, you can suppress them down to the point where they're about as loud as a paintball gun. That's how loud this one is. And um, when I when I put some water in here, to which makes it more uh, effective, it's... It's a little bit, it's even a little bit quieter. You can shoot one of these in a house and maybe somebody at the other end of the house probably wouldn't even notice. It's wow. really quiet. Wow. And it doesn't Piers sound Morgan like would not approve. <laughs> Piers Morgan well, would disapprove of any of those fun guns. Well, I definitely approve. I think it looks real cool. And, and they, uh, mm. they kind of punished it out last time I got it coded. So it's got a Punisher uh, helmet there. And they, they made awesome. their front sight red. I love your toys. It's kind yeah. of unique. Thank you. <laughs> And for the first time ever, I have a couple guns. Yeah, you do. On nice. the show. Yeah. I so got a three fifty seven carry. She this packs is her carry. Heat. <laughs> yes, she does. She is a three fifty seven and it, it's not like your tiny little J frame either. That's that's I think it's a K. Uh, that, that's a full size gun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's solid. And then I've got my, not carry, because it would be ludicrous to carry this if you're not a Navy SEAL who has <laughs> room to just carry it. My SIG P226 Mark 25 chambered in 9mm, 15 plus 1. A lot of fun to shoot at rodents with, or really anything, but not uh, well, anything that's appropriate. I was, I was shooting one of those um, when I was in Texas. I shot a rabbit with it. I, uh, I liked it a lot. It had a laser and a flashlight on it. It's pretty cool. I don't have a laser. I don't have anything on it. I, but I feel like I'd look kind of like a tool if I put something eh, on the rails. You know, it's you pretty know? nice, you know, if you're actually clearing a house or something like that. You know, you're, you're looking for somebody, making sure there's not a boogeyman in the closet. It's nice to have a light on there because you can, you know, a lot of those lights you can tap them twice and it's like pulsating mode that just blinds the fuck out and disorients anybody that you might shine it upon. Kyle, will you yes. tell your house clearing story, the most recent one? Um, my house clearing story. You told it on PKN. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you just want me to pick up? Um, you know, I want, I want the long version because it's awesome. All right. So here's, all right. I don't, here's all right let's uh, let's wicked. let Wicked trap. <laughs> 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 I got. It. Fifty round drum on my Glock. I, I do, but my, my concealed carry. That's what I do. <laughs> I want to see that thing presented into evidence. Like, <laughs> the, the, the trial. He, he bayoneted the man three times, Your Honor. Uh, you, got, you got your back up. <coughs> is that a 32 round? This is 30. The other one's 50 round drum. Good lord. What kind of Glock is that? It's a G19. <coughs> 19. Is that the 9? That's the 9, What is right? that? A 9? Yeah. That's the subcompact 9, right? Or the compact it's 9? The, 
It's not compact though. It's oh. it's not as long a barrel as the seventeen. I don't think, but right, the seventeen like is the full 17. size. I know the seventeen fits my hand better, but the nineteen is very and the nineteen is a choice of a lot of people. It seems. Yeah, I think it's it's the it's smaller than the seventeen, right? Both the barrel yeah. and the handle part that that yeah. I lost on. People are going to lose all credibility. Okay, Some so where do you want to start with this with this story? I want do you, you want to start, start at the. They were telling you about intruder issues. Okay, so I went, um, I went to Texas this week, and, uh, and I was hanging out. Yeah, on Texas! This, on this really, it was nice. I drove right past you. Yeah. Uh, I was hanging on this really big uh, wild game ranch that's on like the, the Mexico border, pretty near it. And they were telling me, it's 18,000 acres, so it's an enormous place. And they were telling me, like, on the end of the property, there's an old shack where uh, like, the illegals would sometimes make a pit stop there. And there was some old mattresses in there, and you know, the, maybe they'd store water in the trees. And they'd have, he talked about, there was a, they would sometimes post a lookout in a tree. So if they would see the dune buggies heading out that way, and they would, you know, run away or whatever. But they'd see that, you know, the Mexicans would write their names on the walls on the inside, that they'd pass through there and such. So he said that we were going to ride out there. We were going to check on it. We we're going to see if we could catch any. And if we did, we we're going to turn them over to border control. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I've been along for the ride thus far. So. <laughs> We all arm up. I've got a fully automatic like M4, like um, I don't know, whole modular laser system, green laser, um, fully automatic, uh, red dot sight suppressor. Um, got the thing in a, in a harness. I've got it like you know attached right here, really tight. We're riding. We're riding along in the buggy. We finally get all the way out there, and it's a rundown shack. It really is. And he points to the trees. Like that's where they. We think they'll put like a, a lookout, and you could see they were like. <laughs> <clears throat> there were some steps that kind of led up the tree that somebody like tacked against the tree. And I was like, uh, uh-huh. he said, well, who wants to clear the house? And I was like, fuck, I'll go. All right, let's do this. So I get my fucking M- M4. I kind of crouch. You got to like go really low to get into this thing. You got to like bend over and go under some fallen beams. So I'm going in there. I'm checking corners, going left and right, creeping along through there. I'm, I'm, my seriousness level is probably at like, a six and a half out of ten. I'm paying attention to what I'm doing, trying not to make any mistakes, and I am conscious that there could be somebody in here, but probably not, right? So I, I go into the back room. I can see there's a bathroom, and I kind of peek in the bathroom. The light's reflecting off the mirror, so I can see the where the light's bouncing into. Like, all right, nothing's in there. Go to this last back room. I check left first, and I, and I should have known better than that because I, I switch back to the right, look over here in this corner, and there's a guy, six feet tall, ski mask. He's got an assault rifle, and he's got oh, it pointed what? right at me, like right here. And my gun's kind of pointed low still. And I'm just like, <gasps> and it's a fucking dummy. It's a fucking dummy. <laughs> just like, I'm ready to blow this thing away. Like, I'm about to light you up with some SS-109 from belly button to head. And it's a fucking, like, dummy holding an airsoft rifle that's an M16 style, and they've painted it all black and it was just they set him up they scared, set him it, up it didn't scare me that bad i didn't scream i just went <sighs> <laughs> i sent my i sent my buddy in there with like a whole story though i was like yeah man go check that back room they, there was a trap door in the bottom and you could see dude there was somebody out here like a minute ago like maybe they went down that trap door and like went out the back or something and he's like oh shit he, he's, he's got his hand on his pistol on his side he's kind of he creeps around, looks in that corner. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so nobody it was a, shot the dummy? It, nobody shot the dummy. It was a really good gag. 
Now, would uh, shooting it, the dummy be considered like a, a a bad thing, a rookie mistake? That'd be really bad if you yeah. made that error. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to be looking for yeah bad. You should bad have fully identify your target because it sounds like that dummy had the jump on you, and that yeah. your recognition yeah, would have got you killed. Dummy would I would have been dead anyway. Dummy, dummy got me got me uh, looking the wrong way. Yeah, I cleared that room well. Wow. Well, how do you know what to check right or left first? I mean, I should have I should have peeked it. I should have looked in the left corner in a way that didn't expose me from the right, and then did the inverse. Mm, okay. I, I, I went too far into the room to check the the left corner. He oh, just so you had practically walked in the room before you checked the other side. Yeah, I, I was you know because I was like half assing it, and I, uh -huh. I had places where they told you the right way to do it, you know, and I've cleared kill houses before. So like I was, I, it was it was a real rookie mistake. I was a little, I was minorly embarrassed, but it was like you know it's a dummy back there. The same thing happened to everybody that walked back there. Like one of the guys there had been, um, I don't know where he had served, but uh, he he had some military experience, and he's talking about going back there. There used to be a Troy Aikman back there, like like you know with football <laughs> and all, and, like getting ready to throw. And he, he's like, yeah, you know, I walked in there, and went, I, I, I he's like. He's like, I got ready. To, I flipped my safety off, was ready to fire, and but but, but, he, but he had his hands like this, and we're trained if we see hands not to shoot. And he's like, he, he was smiling at him with that big smile. <laughs> he was like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> and they had done it to another guy who was like there as a hunter or something, and it had almost given him a heart attack. He came out like walking backwards, like out of the building, like, hey, somebody in there? Hey, somebody in there? <laughs> Damn, there's somebody in there, and they're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> like having, to, having to calm them down. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've never cleared a house like that. Like, I've, I've heard, gone bump in the night and cleared my own house, but I don't have any training. I'm told that to really clear a house takes a while, like 45 minutes. You know, to check every closet under every bed and not expose yourself. Like, they, there's a process, and it's long. Mm. I don't know. And then when the SWAT team did my house, it didn't take that long. It was a bunch <laughs> of They were probably not... Well, after they just found out it's not for real. That was the first time, though. They they weren't for sure that it wasn't. Yeah, I was the first person well, in my area to get swatted. Well, if it ever happens well, again, now you know, just oh yeah, put a leg in the air and smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Troy Aikman style. No, that was really funny. That guy's got a good sense of humor. I, uh, I I didn't see that coming, and it was so legit too because like I'm already armed up. You know, I got I got a helmet on and everything. Like we're we're kind of playing at war out there anyway. We, you know, we're shooting pigs with machine guns. That's the idea. So, like, kind of in military mode when you start when somebody tells you to clear a house and th there might be bad guys in it. And then there he is. It was a real shock. It's funny. Well, <sighs> was that caught on film? No, that was not caught on. No, <laughs> I uh, I had an interesting. How much more do you think? I because I told the full story about my Texas trip on PKN, and I definitely don't want to retell the whole thing. But is there any any other parts that you think I should tell, or do you think we should just leave it on PKN and have it be a PKN thing? Uh, no, I want to tell some more. I'm trying to think of some of the cooler stuff. Like, um, all right, so go on. We're all right. So I, I went out to Texas to uh, to film a thing. I still can't talk about the main project we were filming on. Um, cause that's not done yet, but I was on an 18,000 acre, uh, wild game ranch called, uh, the Ox Ranch. Uh, it's, it's out in Texas, a couple hours from San Antonio. And, um, the guy that owns the place took us out for a ride, uh, on the last night we were there. And there was one point, like, riding along in, like, this Polaris six-person ATV just hauling ass down dirt roads, like, bumps everywhere. 
and just hanging on for dear life, you know, with guns and everything. And he's playing uh, Little Wayne, like this is my gun walk over the over the speakers on this thing, and it's got big bright LED panels. And as the music's playing, we're hitting these bumps, just hauling ass with the gun and everything, just hanging on for dear life. I look, and there's a whole herd of zebra. Like, hauling ass, running away from us. Zebras and zonkeys, which are half zebras, half donkeys. And it was wow. just such a weird, bizarre... Like, I was like, I've never done this before. Like, this is, <laughs> this is insane. Um, let's see. I could show the camel uh, video. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Seen it. Oh, shucks. <clears throat> yeah, it's almost this is like where I wish four I hours for me. Big screen on Kyle. So what is this? What's the story behind the camel? Um, uh, there's lots of crazy animals on the ranch. There's kangaroo. There's uh, there's a dozen different kinds of like deer that I don't under- don't I don't know what they are. There's, there's these pronghorn things. There's wildebeest. Um, these red stags. Uh, these watusis, which are these enormously horned uh, bulls. Um, and there's a there was a camel. So. Let me uh um sharing the Ox Ranch photo gallery now. I think I see the enormous horn things you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's zebras. Alright, let's go back to the other. Kyle has a bigger screen. <clears throat> Alright. Careful swiping across. Vertical video, man. Shh. <laughs> Camel in here. Camel. Oh yeah. I'll get you a big daddy camel in here. I'm gonna get you a bath first because you dusty. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What if it bit my ear off right now? That'd be good. Ah! thing. It loves me. You're delicious. <laughs> Kyle's so that's a, a softy animal lover. But based on my dog and his dog, it's not always returned. No. No. That, that, that camel's name was Sushi. It was the most friendly of the animals they had there for, by far. And it was uh, really cool. It'd hang out and like, lick your ear. And they've got like his articulating upper lip that's like this. And he's just like, just like all over you, like licking you in. Pretty a a cool. lot of camels can be assholes, though. I've seen a lot yeah, of Yeah, I've heard that. I was, was kind of wary. Uh, they had everything there. There were so many. I saw like thousands of deer. There were thousands of deer. I found a fossil too. I found this. Uh, this is a snail fossil. I don't know how old this thing is. Several million years. Get it, Kirby. Uh, that is really audacious. Several million years. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You, you, know. you you know that because snails are no longer around. It's a fossil. How long? How long <laughs> it took this motherfucker? I know. To I know. I'm being snail. a dick. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Found that. How did you find that? Um, I was just walking along, looking for fossils. To be honest, that's what we were doing. There was um, the the geology out there is really cool. There's lots of chert, uh, lots of flint, um, sandstone, a lot of sedimentary stuff, and uh, they've done a bit of construction work. So, so a lot of that's like dug up, and you can see where rocks are broken. And there's a lot of uh, smooth, like smooth uh, round stones, and we'll crack them open, and you'll you'll see uh, little crustaceans and worms, like fossils like that. So we just kept looking for, we're honestly looking for this. Like, like this is exactly the kind of thing I was looking for. This or a trilobite or a scorpion, you know, something like that. Uh, there were allosaurus footprints. We found those uh, fossilized where a pair of allosauruses were walking up a creek bed, and it looks like they separate like this. And the theory is that they were trying to encircling 
some prey, maybe some teamwork. Is that the one on. where you put your hand in it? Yeah, it, it's that's it, pretty awesome. I thought that was something fake that you made, like as part of a video shoot. No, that was a that real Allosaurus footprint. Perfect. Yeah, that's a real Allosaurus footprint. Yeah. So, so it's like in rock now. It's in rock. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that's um, pretty awesome. It is really awesome. So a lot. Oh, we went. I, I could talk about the cavern thing. That'd be interesting. He um. He came to us and, and he'd been telling us how he liked to explore these caverns on the property. And he was asking if we wanted to go. And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, so on the last night we were there, one of the last nights, um, we, uh, we all ate dinner. We had a private chef, which was just amazingly wonderful. This guy named Eric. Eric, you're a badass. That food was so fucking good. It was the best food I'd ever had, every meal. Um, so so he, uh, the owner came and had dinner with us. And then we all went out, got in these six-man ATVs and went driving way out into the property and we, were, we went to this cavern, and uh, we, we walk up this, uh, this hill. They call, they call them hills, but it seemed like a mountain to me because it was like a 15-minute walk up loose, loose, slidey rock, like the land of Mordor or something. And we get up to the top, and we walk along this thing, and there it is. There's a hole in the ground about the size of a manhole cover. Like, you could reach your arms around this thing. And leading down into this pitch black hole in the ground, it's, it's, this, is a, this is midnight, by the way. It doesn't matter what time you go because it's so dark down there. Leading down into this hole is an emergency ladder. It's aluminum rungs connected together by like yellow um, like strap material. I'll show you um, exactly what I'm talking about. And so the owner goes down first, and I go down right behind him. Um, this picture was taken at the, uh, at the bottom of the hole, um, looking up, so you can kind of get an idea of how deep. What kind of ladder and all? So you, it's it's just strap mm -hmm. connecting those aluminum rungs, and you just go up. You go down thirty feet first. When you get to the bottom, you get on your hands and knees and start crawling. Go a few feet, and then the cavern opens up, and uh, it's just a fucking wonderland of ridiculousness stuff. It's kind of hard to tell, but that's kind of what that's what the floor looked like in one part, um, like. Yeah, stalactites and yeah, stalactites and stalagmites. Um, Didn't he give you a, a stalactite to take home with you? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he gave me a stalactite. <laughs> that's, uh, that's fucked up. It's like, yeah. here's a stalactite. Yeah, it's yeah, taken it's, uh, tens of thousands of years to form here. It was already broken. No. Up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Although to be honest, like I, I stuck my head up too too uh, far at one point when I was shouldn't have, and I broke one off that was about like this. It just like stabbed me in the top of the head. So if I get cavern disease, you know that's how it happened. Yeah. Um, but looking around down there, we all had powerful flashlights, but when you turned them off, it was so dark that like you couldn't see your fingers in front of your face. We saw these black scorpions like crawling on the wall. These white uh, uh, like crickets like crawling around in the the dirty grimy floor of this thing. And back in the corner, you could see where the, the moisture, the water that was dripping down into this cavern, the moisture that created it, is escaping down through this like soil-like area. So I think when I go back, what we were discussing is get going in there and digging that out with some small shovels and, and going down into it and seeing if it opens up to a bigger cavern. So I'm pretty excited about doing that next time. Hopefully um, you yeah, have like some ropes and stuff to tie yourself off to things or... Are you just in there free It'll roaming? Drop off. It'll be more like a tunnel. He, a lot of the the other caverns he talks about. You know, you'll be crawling along, and then it'll just go up, and then you'll crawl along some more. Like, uh, I went into another. Ca I went into two caverns total, and the other one I went in, there was a lot of that where the walls were just kind of like moving together, and just like you'd go. I would 
put my my back against one wall and my hands and my my knees against the other one shimmy up sort of like shimmy up and i got like bruises like like all over my knees all over your porcelain legs well they don't (laughs) don't don't see the light too much and they stay covered up but anyway uh i like shimmied up like i don't know 10 or 12 feet until i was looking down into a hole when i shined my flashlight i could see my buddies and i went maybe I don't know, 50 feet farther than anybody else had ever gone. And, but I couldn't go any farther because you needed climbing gear. But it was just a ridiculous experience. It sounds scary to me. Like, I think about, like, like what hypothetically I do there. I feel like a man with my responsibilities shouldn't be doing that. You're like, oh, I shimmied up a giant muddy wall and looked down a <laughs> hole at people. And, like, if there was a collapse there, no easy help. If, if the cavern collapsed, then I would just die instantly. But if I fell, it was one of those things where I was just going to get pinched between two walls and they just have to get me out. It was. Oh, bad. they just have to get you out. What right. if you slide through there and they can't? Have you ever seen The Descent? Yes. <laughs> I, and I brought it up to them. Like, as we were going out, I was telling them, I was like, well, you haven't seen The Descent? I watched it like two weeks before I did this shit, I swear. Uh, <laughs> That's the one with the all female cast, right? Very good movie. That movie sucked. It was awful. Look, the whole movie was set up that there was going to be some sort of wet t-shirt scene, and it never happened. Wow. It was an okay movie. <laughs> Just to play the middleman. A very, very scary movie. I uh, I like it a lot. I like the fact that it's all women. Yeah. Uh, like four or five sexy women go into a very wet cave and die one by one, and nothing sexy happens. That's like if you watch a superhero movie, and they all fall into a pit. And immediately, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, you know, Thor, all of them are like, oh, my God, this cavern is enchanted to take away all of our cool powers for the whole movie. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> then that's it, yeah. It's just, oh, well, shit. Not really. It, it, it wasn't a bad movie at all. I no, it wasn't it. a bad movie, but it, I, I definitely felt like it was totally missing the wet t-shirt factor that it was supposed to have. Terrible. That God intended for it to have. No, that was a great movie. That would have taken scary. away from the scary, though. Very scary. <clears throat> and it was a scary fucking movie. Oh, right, because so many movies that were supposed to be scary, you know, the boobs ruined it. It does. It takes you out of the moment. Oh, uh, boobs no. have never ruined anything. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah, boobs and death go hand Damn in hand. Damn near close to ruining the NFL. <laughs> to, what are we talking about? What am Breast I missing? cancer awareness. Oh. When they make them all wear, like, pink stuff, and it's like, why is this so disingenuous? This <laughs> <laughs> uh, marketing. Yeah, it oh, really Kyle, should be the... prostate cancer. They, they... No, it should, just, it should just be cancer. They should all wear brown straps. Or no, yeah. no, just no, just nothing. Just everybody <laughs> knows about it. Everybody knows about it. If there's some crazy new, uh, you know, AIDS cancer hybrid, raise awareness for that. <laughs> because I'm not aware of it if it's like, out there. <laughs> but if it, there's nothing that I'm not aware of, you know? Yeah. They need to raise awareness for whatever the fuck got Kyle in survival trip. Like, uh, Turtle's Revenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turtle's Bane. Yeah, Turtle Bane. That's what it was. It was Turtle Bane. Like it was awful. It really was terrible. Your tongue was, like, swollen for a week or something, the right? My <laughs> mouth. No, the roof of my mouth broke out with the, in these, like, painful, like, sores. Wow. Was, like, like, you went to the doctor was, several times. Yeah, whenever I would eat, like, the roof of my mouth would be incredibly... Like, I couldn't eat. Like, I remember, like, I was so hungry, obviously, from the survival thing that I wanted food. And, but I drove all the way from North Carolina to Anderson, South Carolina, which is, like, 30, 40 minutes from home. 
and I stopped and got like a burger and fries and I ate like two fries and the pain was so bad in the roof of my mouth. I was taking napkins and like dipping them in my soda and like scrubbing the roof of my mouth thinking that I had gotten some sort of like food allergy or something. Well, thank God you dipped it in your soda first. Yeah. <laughs> I needed liquid. I needed liquid. I had to get that out of here. Ah, trying to make it stop. It hurt so fucking bad. So I didn't oh. eat that night. They, they didn't tell you what that was? Uh, Are any of you amateur physicians out there can diagnose what Kyle had? Let us know. It was real bad. Yeah. And, and it lasted like a week and the roof of your mouth had sores on it and you were vomiting. Yeah. And I don't know what else. That's about it for that one. I'm always getting sick. Didn't you have some sort of hives at the time, or that could have been an unrelated that was, thing? That was later. Yeah, that was unrelated. That's when like all I lost all the skin on my hands, and I was on prednisone for for months. Yeah, that was a fun time. Damn. How about that that food picture you tweeted us? Because of everything you sent, that was the thing I was most jealous of. That you got, you just tweeted in our group text like private chef and you like <laughs> yeah, delicious, man, we had a, delicious delectable looking what was meal fun, so i've been to morton steakhouse outside chicago and it is amazing it is one of the finest meals i've ever eaten in my life kyle went to morton steakhouse i guess in texas yeah like the first night uh we ate at morton's and it was like 450 bucks for dinner and then the ensuing like Three or four nights, we had this private chef, and each of his meals blew yeah. the Morton's meal away. Morton's so, Steakhouse wow. was the worst meal of the trip. It really was. It really <laughs> was. And I got like I got like a half a dozen oysters. I got like this Cajun rubbed like prime um, 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 New York strip steak. Like I got the 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 twice baked cheese potatoes. Nah, that's oh, you're crap. making me hungry. That's crap. When I got when I got when I got to the ranch and I had roasted duck with apricot sauce and Chilean sea bass. And like uh, you know, raspberry chocolate mousse and chocolate cake made from from scratch, and just it was a, a prime rib and uh, now the mushroom. guy in charge, the the, the multi millionaire who owns all this. Yeah, is he fat? No, um, I, I would say um, he's a, he he he's maybe six feet tall, one hundred and eighty five, hundred ninety five pounds, something like that. Hmm. But I was fat in his position. He just buys all these exotic animals from like well, all over well, the world. It's portion control too, because the chef, you know, he he just he didn't give you like a huge plate. It was like a it was mm. it was portion control for sure. And there were th he would he would you know the, the we would show up the plates the the foods on the table and he would come out and he, I say come out like the kitchen was right there. We watched him cook it, but he would be like you know this is a Chilean sea bass. It's been simmered over uh, blah 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 this and that. And he Literally would tell the us, meals from Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it was so good, and, and I, I hung out with that guy a lot. Um, he was really cool, uh, the chef Eric, Eric. Yeah. and uh, this guy named John that works there. He does uh, like bushcraft and survival type uh, classes. Um, and uh, there was another guy there who, who had formerly been in the military, and he was helping out with a lot of stuff. And uh, every everybody, I go on a lot of trips, and I, I oftentimes there will be like a douchebag in the group or someone with no sense of humor. Are like the weird guy that you just gotta like not even deal with because he's just an asshole. That's but everybody, me, every trip. everybody, everybody <laughs> out there in Texas on this trip was a genuinely nice person, and uh, and I had a great time. That was a wonderful trip. Do you remember we went on that trip, the um, the skiing trip in Killington? Yes. And there was that one old guy who wanted to play chess with everyone, and like didn't like th there was a, come nighttime. There were these two beautiful girls who looked down to party. I knew it was time for me to excuse myself. I would be the 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 flat tire of the group, you know, just bringing everything into sanity. We're going to join in in our fun. 
What's that? <laughs> we weren't going to be able to responsibly join in on our fun. Even if, if uh, hypothetically, like, the single Woody, you know, made it whatever, I'm too old, right? Th this was like, these girls were in their uh, early to mid-20s. They, they, were, they were beautiful, and they were hot to trot. Some 42, I'd just be creepy, right? Let alone the fact that I'm not, you know, down for it. Dude, but, you totally could have gotten that blonde. All you needed was a couple Oxycontin. <laughs> the, the, oh, she was like um, the next Got morning. A, I, no, that night. <laughs> no, the next morning I saw her, and uh, I think she was she hadn't gone to bed yet, but I had woke up the next morning, and um, and like she was just yeah, she, you're right. I think she, well, she was modeling her ski boots and bikini out in the snow. Like <laughs> at, we were outside doing that, taking those pictures. And then, you know, we went up to a bedroom and uh, and, and she like crushed up some Oxycontin and she <laughs> snorted them right off the fucking nightstand. And she looked up at me as I'm sitting on the bed by her and these crumbs are like falling out. She goes, oh she goes, she like tries to like pass me this like rolled up bill and she's like, you want some? And, and I was just like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm high on life. <laughs> this is a good time. I wish I could tell some of the shit that happened on that trip. But I was. I will, I, you mentioned on. the germ. You mentioned the old guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say he was 70. I, I would have called him mid 60s, but yeah, you know, definitely not. He's getting close to 70. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and he was a friend of the owner of the lodge, and we had rented the entire lodge out, and so we were the only ones there. Uh, and this guy's job, literally, it seemed because he was friends with the owner, was to like watch us. And make sure that we didn't burn the place down in, in the night because there's no staff to like babysit us. I didn't pick up on it like that, but go on. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, and so, like, we're downstairs in like this game room, and I believe, if I remember correctly, there was a lap dance scenario, and he was I wasn't playing. There. Woody was not there, but but the old guy was playing pool with the blonde while the brunette gave someone else a lap dance. And I had coaxed the blonde to me to give my, to give me a lap dance, and then he's like, he's like, "Hey, we got a game going on here," and I'm just like, "Are you insane? A game? He probably is insane. He got all of that energy out of him in 1941 in the middle of the war he's in fucking Japan. So he's just bro. trying to play a game. He's, he just wants to play some backgammon and go to bed early and you were keeping him up. <laughs> he was upset the girl was playing pool with him over there and I'm just like, what? Are you crazy? The first night, which was the, the one Kyle was talking about, was the tame one by comparison. Like, I get up the next morning and she's like, I can't wait for tonight. Tonight's my good bikini. The other one makes my ass look flat. And I'm like, wait, what? There were bikinis out last night? Because it's like three degrees outside, maybe below Listen. freezing. It, it, it was blizzards coming down. And I didn't didn't see the bikini thing. I had no idea there, there was any. be a hot tub. I'm not sure. Well, then, about that. what is it the room, point of dressing them up in bikini? Or let them do what they want, I guess. Yeah, the bikinis were totally for party time. That's it. They were there to show off just how beautiful these girls were. Just, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> yeah. Picture bikinis, UGG boots, and probably some sort of hat. <laughs> yeah. And where, where was this again? Vermont. Vermont. Yeah. yeah. Like a ski trip? Not a place you associate yep. with fun, generally. I, I liked it. I had a good time. Um, yeah, that was a good time. 
for sure. Yeah. Woody, Woody rented that Toyota Echo or whatever. <laughs> whatever the fuck. And, <laughs> and, and he's like driving up this frozen mountain with it. The tires are going 60 miles an hour. The car is going 20 miles an hour. <laughs> they weren't was, though. So the tires were, I know you've you told it like that. The tires were going slow. There was some sort of automatic braking thing that made the tires barely move. But the motor was revving fast. So the motor was going like 5,000 miles an hour, but the, the or 5,000 RPM, but the, the tires are like braking constantly and it's just not going anywhere. It was below walking speed up a hill. It was awful. It was hilarious. When, it, when Woody went to park behind the uh, the lodge or whatever, I ran next to him, and I was keeping pace with his car. And I feel like he was at, like, maximum yeah, speed. Yeah, that's well. all I could do. Was, I was racing. I wasn't was in it really to lose. Fun. But walking speed was just too much for this car. Yeah, it was, it was really funny. Uh, I didn't think you were going to make it back to the airport alive. And then it turned out, the worst part is, everyone left and flew out on the last day and kitty and i were left behind me kitty and her little cousin jj who's a diminutive guy he's like five foot nothing little dude and uh we're left there and it's like by the end we were looking for somebody to drive us to the airports everything had fallen through like uh drivers didn't show everything nothing worked out so we're having to pay this guy that works at the place to like drive us to the airport and it got expensive it was a few hundred dollars but it was like whatever he decides to bring his girlfriend with him for the drive. So they're sitting in the front seat, and the three of us are crammed in the back of his like Land Rover. They're both smokers, and they smoke with the windows down. They chain smoke on the like four-and-a-half-hour drive. Oh, we were damn. so fucking cold. The, the wind chill factor, it was like negative 24 degrees <laughs> out. Like you, it, you, When we got outside the car and I inhaled through my nose, I could feel my nose hair crystallizing. Wow. So, like, the coldest I've ever been, ever, ever. And then we had to like, we couldn't even take the main highway because it was like, uh, it was like a legit detour with cops, like waving flares, like can't go this way, and like <sighs> sent us the long way around. When I got out, I was just like, "Pay that motherfucker!" I just walked away from him. I didn't say Dude, a word. Mine was worse though. I'm, like, uh, I, I took that Echo to the airport, and then you return the keys by drop. Like there was no one working at the airport, so you put your keys in this little mailbox that like drops down. Yeah. And then the flight was canceled. So then I had to take a bus, which was like nine hours from vermont to boston and then i took a uh -huh. flight home and my in the other direction was just as bad the flight was canceled to vermont so i had to drive from boston there and yeah was, our flight in was bad too that was the one where uh the but you plane, were on a flight it beats a toyota whatever we got downed we wanted we almost we basically got shot down when we were trying to land right? like but that plane was shaking like this i was the co-pilot and we finally had to turn back and and land at like burlington vermont and get a, a cab ride or a, a i was the next car. flight and they did they canceled it so i guess yours was bad enough that they decided not to do mine i had a pretty bad ski trip adventure trying to drive to aspen once and my mm -hmm. friend was driving and there's well, here's how I was woken up. Is oh dear, boom, hit a deer, and I'm like, where the fuck are we? And we're trying to keep driving, but it busted the radiator, so the car would overheat in like two minutes. So we'd have to drive. It would like start overheating. We'd wait and let it cool down, drive a little bit more, and made it to some like dam power facility where they're you know it's just out in the middle of nowhere but there was a car there and there was the only thing around so we knock on the door and there's like what are you guys doing out here and like well we we're driving to aspen oh the road's closed up there you can't even get there for this way i guess it's like don the pass or something that's up there i don't think it's donner pass but there's some pass that's on the way to aspen that's closed like 
nine months out of the year, and I guess my friend was driving down a road that was closed, we're out in the middle of nowhere, and had to call someone to come tow my car from mm-hmm. like an hour and a half away and then take a Greyhound bus nine, 12 hours home, something like that. It sucked. Machinima <laughs> flew me into Aspen, and uh, Machinima would always schedule like the cheapest flights, and at the time I didn't know to reject them. Like The me of today would have been like, no, no, no. 18 hours of flying to get from oh, Aspen to North Carolina. Oh, how dare they? It, dude, that's a lot. That's a lot. 18 hours, it was so many stopovers. and Yeah, how many connections is that? I think it was three connections. And, you know, they just, dude, schedule me a better flight. You know, to work it out. That's too much. Yeah, that's awful. I've flown to Japan faster than I flew to Colorado. <laughs> just... well, was the last leg, like, just some little plane that... For like a little airport into aspen it was yeah. but the thing is it should have gone from like aspen to denver to north carolina but that's not how it went it was just i don't even remember all the stops but it was awful uh machine was like didn't they just let go of like 12 more people or something most of their content producers are gone and yeah i think so i just actually resigned with them for my channel oh did you were you it... with them before or I I was with them originally. That was the first people I partnered with, uh-huh. and then I went to full screen. But dealing with and full screen was a great company. I have nothing against them, but they don't have managed channels. So the content ID system just plagues me. I just hate you upload something and there's like I had a, a Madden video claim just because someone else had claimed a Madden video. And now it, it automatically flagged mine as being their, their content, and it demonetized it. And you have to go through the whole thing, contacting them. They contact their network. Oh, I don't know why this happened. And that happened like 50 times. So, Because it's just automatically will claim something if it's in their database of things that are other people's yeah. content. It's a neat idea. Like, like for example, like I'm a managed channel, right? And if someone else were to upload PKA, then it would say, oh, dude, this is Woody stuff. You know, they get flagged and I get monetized or whatever. Like, that's how it's supposed to work. Right. But when you've got stuff like cutscenes, you know, I yep. upload it first, hypothetically. Now that cutscene belongs to me and all these other people get false flagged. Because yep. YouTube doesn't know what's mine and what's just something I uploaded. Yeah, and and people sh- shouldn't be. It's and I don't think they're intentionally doing it. There might be some people maliciously trying to claim all these videos, but I think most it's just ignorance of I shouldn't be claiming this video because I don't own this gameplay. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's typically cutscenes and stuff, and the, the people aren't meaning to do it. They don't even know right. what's happening. You know, yeah. it just, it's all automated. That YouTube and Google in particular, you know, they work so hard to not hire customer service people, but sometimes you, you know, you need humans to make decisions. Right. Not everything in, you know, can be an algorithm, but yeah, it just, it was interesting to me to see Shinima's, they were the, they were the bomb. They were the beginning and the end of the scene. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they did, but. They downsized a lot, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I wonder how much, like, some of their big names, like, take Sark, for example, right? Sark, to me, after Hutch left, was the face of Machinima, right? He was the like the, the, the last big guy standing who had a public image, you know, the, the associated with Machinima. When he left, were they like, oh, man, you know, I... It sucks we lost Sark, or were they like, oh, you know, we can't keep Sark anymore, you know, he's got to go, 
Like, I yeah. wonder yeah. how these downsizings went down. Yeah, I don't know the behind the scenes. Me too. But, but I love Sark. He's funny. Yeah, Sark is awesome. <laughs> we got to get him on the show at some point. We, we invited him. He said he wanted to come on. And, uh, and but then it seems like when we do like try to make it happen, he's it's not the right night or something. We got to set it up, make it happen. I didn't yeah. even know that Sark wasn't on Machina Machinima anymore. I must have missed the boat he, on that. He might be partnered through them, but he's definitely not employed by them anymore. He he went the uh, independent contractor route. Uh, most of them did. Seenanders did too. Hutch did, of course. Um, yeah, I that mostly they followed the money, right? Like you know. When being employed by Machinima was the most money, they went for that. And then when being, you know, then they saw that people were making even more money, they went for that. That's. I don't think that was all their intentions, though. I think Hutch was kind of uncomfortable being in, like, a big production spotlight kind of like that. Because he'd done, like, a AMA. Yeah, Hutch in particular, I think you're right about. Where um, he was just uncomfortable. He didn't feel comfortable. He quits YouTube every so often just because uh, the stress doesn't sit well with him. Right, just get away and goes off and clears his mind and comes back. And <laughs> yeah. It's a nice job if you can get it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, don't know. I was watching um, Ariane Celeste. I'm sure I messed her name up. But she's a UFC ring girl. And uh, her and Ronda Rousey feud all the time. Ronda Rousey's always saying, you know, it's ridiculous that some fighters make less than ring girls and stuff. And Ariana was like, this job is a lot harder than you think it is. You know, I'm ready to go home. I'm tired. I have like 50 more outfits to wear, etc. And um, <laughs> on one hand, like I, it really, it opened my eyes because like people on YouTube, like with this job will be like, dude, it's a lot harder than you think. You know, your day and night and the criticism and this and it gets to you and it's depressing. And um, I, I watched a guy's video said he was depressed, but he was really successful. He was a friend of PewDiePie's and his content seemed good on his own. And I forget his name. And uh, it was like, I, I see where he's coming from. And that's ridiculous, though, to compare what Ronda Rousey as a professional fighter does training day in and day out to be the best of the best to having to exist in different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you have to keep yourself in good shape. That's definitely, you right. know, that's not easy. But at the end of the day, you're walking around and you're existing in different outfits. And there's a lot of criticism, right? So her job is to be beautiful. And you find the slightest little, like, pimple on her shoulder blade or something is going to be like, look at that. I found an imperfection in this real girl who's supposed to be perfect. And um, she's aging, right? I don't know how old she is, but she's probably 30-ish now. She's been doing this for a while. You can't stay 19, you know? So that's going to be criticized. They'll be showing pictures of before and after and et cetera. It's not a perfect job. Having said that, you know, I doubt there's many coal miners who are like, whoa, 50 outfits? That is tough. Wow. <laughs> how about you try one outfit for 50 years and <laughs> black ones yeah, yeah. right like, there's, there's I have no, no like, doubt that it's, it's that definitely I, harder than people think but at the, you cannot compare she's it she's not going to come down with ring girl lung yeah um, but yeah it, 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 I, I don't know it all comes down to where the value is right like you know, a, a fighter who hasn't really distinguished him or herself, not Ronda Rousey, but like, you know, the lesser fighters, the ones that do make less than the ring girls, um, they're interchangeable. They're not stars yet. They don't have the appeal. And someone might say, well, that ring girl, she's worthless. You know, what good is she bringing? No, she does bring something, you know, like by that argument, you'd say Bruce Bruffer doesn't bring much, right? What does he do? Announce the fighters? 
What does he do? No, he's part of the show and the pageantry. He gets paid. The... He gets paid well. I so, bet he does. Yeah. But but is that ring girl? Is that like her career? Is she's the ring girl? And that's her only job. She can I make a living doing that. The ring I doubt girl she goes the... to Applebee's afterward and <laughs> waits tables. I'm pretty sure that's what she's doing. The ring girl you know? is the platform that made her famous, right? You know, so she also shows up in Maxim magazine and begets modeling gigs and stuff like that. But it's all based on the the ring girl platform that made her somebody. Um. But yeah, you know, Bruce Buffer, he's just part of the pageantry. You know, there's tons of lighting and tech guys and grips that are handling the electricity and on, on the show that probably make more than the $8,000, you know, bottom tier fighters. But, um, you know, it's it's about the value you bring to the show. And it's, it's not about how hard it is. You know, like you were saying, you know, oh, you can't even compare how tough it is to train and get punched in the face and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know when you talk about value to the show there's some audio guy who's probably worth more than uh someone having their first fight in the ufc yeah i'm not talking about the financial regard of it i'm just saying that just straight up difficulty level when you're comparing that it's not even the beginning of a contest yeah not at all difficulty level sure but that's not what determines pay right if you go by difficulty level mm -hmm. i think yeah, coal miner might be worse than ronda rousey's job yeah I, it's coal miner is probably worse than ninety nine point five percent of jobs. What's is worse than really? coal miner? I mean, they're not down there with pickaxes anymore. There's no canaries sitting no, on the I, shelf. I know. Here's I'm talking doing. about the, those coal miners, the old school. You know, an eleven year old standing there looking vacant eyed with sunken in eyes and yeah. you know There's sallow cheeks. Also, looking scared. what they call a vein, right? So, so picture the mountain having like four or six feet tall worth of coal. And then they have to mine that. And they take these machines that, like, scrape it out. But now you have a, not a tunnel, but, like, a room that's four or six feet tall. So you can't stand up all day long. And, by the way, when they, they do the roof, the roof wants to collapse. So there's a guy whose job it is is to hit the roof until it stops falling. And then they, like, drill holes into the roof or, like, you know, spikes into the roof to make it not fall and make it sturdy. And that's an awful job. Like, you hit roofs, <laughs> making them collapse on you, yeah. hopefully not, until you realize they're kind of collapse-proof, and then you make them even more collapse-proof. That you're, It's the job that most coal miners die from. The crab fishermen, those guys, that job sucks. <laughs> yes, yeah. I would but get it so is worth it. Imitation crab is awful. <laughs> I need those guys. <laughs> That's a, dude, people in Alaska make money. Um, there's a there's a UFC fighter I forget his name he's kind of freaky, and um, he goes to Alaska and does like crab fishing and like uh, an oil wrangler I think that's a job title but basically he's uh, you know he gets oil out of the ground and um, uh, he makes real money like this guy will make like a hundred grand hundred and fifty grand you know and then come in the UFC and fight for a while and he makes nothing there and you just kind of forget that like. Dude, there's substantial opportunities available to semi-skilled people if you're working as hard as people in Alaska do. Well, yeah, and that's a lot of risk, too. People died that crab fishing. I, I thought they made like $100,000 in like a month or something, but they only do it like once a year. That's, I, I, I might not be quoting accurate facts, but something <laughs> crazy like that. Well, it depends <laughs> on how much crab they get. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's a lot. I think it's three months. But, dude, I would... I would be awful at that job. I'd be terrible. 
I would get it seasick. It looks like a lot of people are all, oh, yeah, you, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, you would be vomiting the whole time. I, yeah, I'd be so worthless on it. Kyle bed. would swallow some water, be out 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, that's, that's seawater. I'd be just fine. This is a three-month journey, Kyle, batten down the hatches. We're not going back to shore for you. Three hours later. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't physically do that job. It looks so hard. It looks so beat when, they in, when they're done at the end of the day. And the hours they work, I mean, they're like drunk with fatigue while doing that job. Yeah. It, it, Have you ever taken Ambien? Yeah. I can only imagine. So I, I, I had taken Ambien and then I woke up um, like in the middle of the night and like walking upstairs to go pee. I felt I was, it was like I was drunk. I was stumbling around and stuff. And, and I think it's, that's it's how it's mildly it hallucinogenic as well. Yeah. So really? Like, yeah. This is the stuff that stops you from getting seasick, right? Ambien. No, Ambien is a sleep pill. Sleep oh, aid. okay, I'm mixing it up. I'm thinking of is one with a D, right? No, take some Ambien next time you get on a ship. I don't think you're being a good friend, Taylor. Dramamine is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I think. I don't know. But, uh, dude. Yeah, uh, people abuse it, Ambien. They'll take it and then fight it to stay up, and it's like... That doesn't sound fun at all. I was so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, I went back in bed as soon as I could be. Oh. Yeah, what an awful way to try and get high. Yeah, <laughs> like you have to you have to stay awake through a sleeping pill. Dude, back to vaping. What does vaping make you feel like? What? what why is everybody vaping now? Well, mine's just to cure my nicotine. All right, and... all right. So nicotine <laughs> is a drug that makes you feel like something, right? No. Well, when you first do it, it it does. You might get lightheaded and. It's nothing intoxicating. Depending on how you puff on nicotine, it could be right. a relax. It can relax you or it can stimulate you. Yeah. Is it like well, once you're, no? Once you're addicted to it, then it's it's. I don't know what else to compare it to hunger. It's like you know, what does eating food make you feel? It, it makes me feel not hungry. It's twofold. So, yeah. It's twofold. You get the nicotine cravings. So so the reason that you're like, oh, I need a cigarette when when you when you feel like that, it's because. A, you've got to cure your nicotine craving. So now your habit is causing uh, a negative if you don't indulge it. You're like, oh, right. I eat a cigarette. It's making me feel bad. To it's feel just, normal. Yeah, to feel normal. But also it's like, you know, you maybe get some bad news. Maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. All right. And you're you, you, that's the moment when you meet one too, when you're stressed out and you need that. It's a, you know, it calms you down. It slows your heart rate. But then if you're like trying to stay up at night on like a, a long car ride, you're puffing one after another, and you're puffing them fast, and it's speeding your heart rate up. It's uh, it's kind of a perfect drug. I have not smoked in a while now. I've uh, <laughs> it's been a long time. But you vape? Uh, uh-uh, I quit vaping too. You quit everything? Yeah, it's been a while. It's been months. What's your motivation? Um, paintball. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> just being healthier in general. You know, lungs. Is it fast. vanity? Yeah. That's the that's the Kyle. I forget who we were looking at. There was somebody, and Kyle said, you, you probably remember the conversation. It's Ethan Hawke. Ethan, Ethan. Hawke's forehead is, is so <laughs> wrinkled up, and there are these deep, unattractive wrinkles. And we I were remember like, it the opposite. And, uh, you're probably right, because my memory sucks. But I, I remember someone aging particularly well, and Kyle was like, how can I age that well? That's how I remember it. But maybe it was backwards. And I was like, smoking. You know, the smoking will age you. It absolutely does. It le leathers your skin and, and et cetera. And Kyle yeah, was like... He said, That's my, that might get me to stop. Appeal to my vanity. <laughs> I'll do it. I got myself some Dove uh, men's facial lotion. Been moisturizing every day now. It's all silky smooth. 
<laughs> I've noticed I've already, you know, already already looks better up there. You are looking good, Kyle. I'd hit it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Toning up to I, I'm really I'm really excited about this paintball thing. I know I keep I say I little I've repeated myself a dozen times, but I, I like it for a lot of reasons. I really like like meeting fans. It, when when you're doing something together, like when I meet you at the movies or something, and you just like like start like spazzing out, that was kind of weird. You know who I'm talking to, <laughs> but but like if we're there to like play paintball together, it's like yeah, man, come on, me and you're gonna go play paintball. Let's go shoot some kids together. But also, I really get competitive about things. But I'm not good enough at baseball or softball to go and be competitive at it. But I'm good enough at paintball to go be competitive at it. And I'm I'm able to arm myself better than most, I would say. So <laughs> yeah. better than that's all. A, better yeah, than all. There are going to be people out there com- competing with you on an armament level. There is no. <laughs> now I literally have. I mean, I, 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 this gun is this gun's about fifteen hundred bucks too. This is this is my speedball gun. But this thing over here blows this out of the water. It, this does. Yeah, it's got the guts of of a gun like this. Like like it's on the inside. It's a speedball marker. It'll shoot twenty eight times a second. But it'll shoot those first strike rounds accurately as well. It, you know, I can I could have a mag, for example, full of fifty first strike rounds that are super accurate up to, you know, fifty sixty yards, and then I can have a big hopper full of you know two hundred paintballs. So I can go full auto spraying and praying and, and suppressing. So I'm just just thinking out loud. I imagine that that expensive gun you have, right, the one with the scope and the first strike and all that, is probably ideal for scenario and mixed scenario stuff. But if you're on a speedball course, it's hard to beat a speedball gun because you can run and sprint and slide and do things like that. I feel like this is just as good because it's, on the inside, it is a speedball gun. It has the same rate of fire. It's but it a, doesn't it, have it, the it, same mobility, right? It, yeah. like you won't be able to... About five pounds. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like an AR-15. I mean, I can run pretty fast with an AR. It's definitely going to slow me down a little, but that's why I'm training, Woody. That's why I'm running every day. <laughs> right. I'm running with the gun. Like that way. I hope you are. <laughs> running around outside. You know. Are you really? You well, maniac. I, I, I stay inside. I don't want anybody to see me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. But I'm, I'm taking multiple guns. I'm going to take my autococker. I'll take my uh, Planet Eclipse. I'll take this thing. Um, I'm really going to enjoy myself. <clears throat> to the mag. I think I'm gonna go play uh, one of these weekends. I gotta, I gotta film some stuff uh, in a couple days, and then I'm gonna go find a paintball field to go test this stuff out at. Sweet. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. So, so when we talk about vaping, it reminded me when you brought up before the show that they had legalized marijuana in uh, Washington D.C. Dude, in a weird way. So get this: D- marijuana is legalized in D.C., right? But <laughs> it's illegal to sell it. It's illegal to buy it. It's, uh, I guess it's just legal to use it. It's, it, you so, can give it away for free. So they're not going to have dispensaries, things right. there. It's not, you there's no medical it. marijuana you there. You can't sell it. You can give it away for free and you can use it. It's, you know what the law is? Like sex. Can you grow it? You can't grow sex. Anymore. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Just like sex, you can give it away for free, and you can do it, but you can't buy it or sell it. Makes sense. For, for their own home use, they're saying you can grow it? I, I hadn't really thought about that. I don't know what the rules are for growing it. I guess yeah. you can, since you can own it. I don't know. There might be limits on how much you can grow. I'm not Maybe. sure. Where they are for that. Flies it in Alaska too. That I saw some crazy Republicans are trying to say that the 
who runs DC? A mayor. The mayor of DC is going to be arrested for legalizing pot. What? <laughs> yeah. So what was this like an executive order of the mayor? I don't know. I don't know. How, how was this law ratified? Dude, I swear I really do try <laughs> to be down the middle, but it just seems like all the things I disagree with tend to come from the Republicans, right? They were the ones against net neutrality. They were the ones against legalization of marijuana. It just seems like it, all the things they really stand for are wrong. You know, they they take office and the first priority is like, well, we got to lower state taxes on rich people. We got to get the Keystone pipeline passed. We got to do this. And I'm like, God damn, Republicans, fuck. I'd, let me like you. Come on. You know, like your number one priority is a payoff to the people that donated to your campaign. Really? First first order of business? Yeah. And I I consider myself to be a libertarian, which is like uh -huh. Ron Paul is a Republican, but libertarian is... I guess libertarian too. I, yeah, I guess it's considered right wing, but it's not Republican. That's for sure. Like it's freedom of the people to do what you want as long as yeah, you're not yeah, it, it's, else. you do whatever the fuck you want. But you better not tell me what I could do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is in a nutshell. It's it's, right. it's just leave me the fuck alone. Let me do my thing. I'll leave you alone. You do yours. It, it is, and I'm not. Sh God, that sounded so great to me the first time I heard it. Right? It was like, oh, this is fantastic. But then you dive into it, and you're like, well, what about you know, if if some power plant dumps so much pollution into my yard that I get sick and cancer. well, you get your posse well, well, together, yeah, well, that, that right on over is. there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what they literally say is, well, that gets solved through the court system. There's no laws around it, but you can sue them for damages, and that handles that. So it's literally like me against, in my case, Duke Energy or PSENG going to court. It's it's like you know suing a tobacco company or something. It's such a mismatch in terms of you know finances. Oh, right. and, it it's like man i feel like you need some sort of governmental protection to stop you from getting raped by you know if if you just say no rules which is well, similar that, to the libertarian well, platform that's, that's total anarchy so that's it's it's literally than, what ron paul's going there, for there's still public services that are needed you can't just say you know no police department no fire department everyone just leave everyone alone you know there has to be some I put out my own fire. <laughs> Ron Paul, I forget. I'm gonna get these numbers wrong. So you know, PKA stats. But he was like, of the whatever eleven, you know, government services, we'll get rid of nine of them. And EPA was one of them. EPA is gone under him. And it's like, eh, I don't know. It, yeah, I don't think that I would agree with that. It, it it got pretty extreme when you really look into you know what he wanted to do. Now you might you might vote for him under the notion that. Well, what he wants to do and what he can do are separate things. And so long as he has his other checks and balances, you get closer to what you want. But right. yeah, eh, just, whatever, politics. <sighs> hey, today was a good day. Net neutrality. Yeah, Yay, free internet. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a really good thing. But but on one hand, to, to play devil's advocate to, to that law of like Netflix say is taking up i forget what the stats are 60 percent of the bandwidth of the internet or something crazy like that so what i guess it's and they're paying the same as me or you so you know that's the free internet type of model is is that fair seems fair to me so what it is is they pay their isp a lot right they pay cogent quite a bit 
And then, but then it, then it stresses the ISPs of everyone else. All the downstream ones, right? Like Cogent right. and, say, Verizon. At that interconnect where they touch each other, that gets stressed. Um, the fix for that stress is actually pretty inexpensive, but they like to charge a lot for it because it's it's valuable. Um, is it fair that like Verizon has to pay a lot to make sure that they're not stressed out? Well, they have these agreements, right? Like so, they're they're both tier one, and they agree to exchange data for free. Now, Verizon can send as much data to Cogent as it wants, and vice versa. Verizon is just, in my mind like extracting money from them because they have the endpoints and they feel like you know they can um yeah at any point they can stop they can start charging each other back and forth for the data they just choose not to because they feel like it's a win-win to go for free because like i said it's very cheap to connect them i don't know i do hear your point and you know at some point it is and all the infrastructure really needs to be upgraded to be able to handle all that bandwidth but it's cheap right no one's saying there's not enough lines in the ground they're just saying that where you connect the two that's where there's a stress point well i'm sure like i've done data networks and stuff like that and there's more than just you know like i have to change this one connector like every switch and the node that's going out to every neighborhood has you know this a hub that supplies that neighborhood that's now overloaded because everyone's using so much internet watching netflix or whatever that, that's not where it's stressed though right it's it's literally in the what is it called in the data center the cross connect box or something like that there's um the spot where all the different networks connect in the there's like a cage full of routers that go for i think it's called so, the cross so, that, so that was the only bottleneck in the it's the current bottleneck who knows what it will be next time you know but, but yeah it's, it's right there where they literally just like drop in another what SPF plus port or something, and then 10 gigs they connect and they're they're set to go. Um, it's cheap to fix. They just choose not to because they can get a lot of money by doing that. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I have a story here. Florida man. I Ooh. love those. <laughs> so um, there used to be YouTube videos on it, but now it's gone. And uh, here's the deal. <sighs> YouTube video purports to show a Florida man inhaling vapor, he was vaping, produced from a generous friend's ejaculate. What? What? Wait. What? Yeah, the clip's gone private, but it gained traction on Reddit this morning and is serviced in all its revolting glory. Now it's Then it's got to be out there. It's got to be out there. Do you want to hunt for it? Not particularly, but it's got to be out there. Surprisingly, this wasn't the outcome of a heinous bet, at least according to the dude's filming. They promised to pay their bro, no doubt, highly negotiated sum of $68 for the stunt. We're fairly (laughs) skeptical on the whole thing, and here's why. The load from the previous night, as it's referred to in the clip, had a somewhat watery consistency compared to semen's usual viscosity. It's possible, however, that the spunk was mixed with mixed with vegetable glycerin, a common ingredient in e-liquids. After filling his vaporizer with the mystery fluid, our hero steals himself and takes several deep breaths amid laughter and exhortations from the crew. Come on, massive cloud toot, one of them demands. Then, in due course, the guy puckers up and delivers. And here, let me go to the massive cloud toot. <laughs> That is horrific. <laughs> the spirited uh, performance $68? earns him a roar of approval and a slyly flashed peace sign. 
But he lunges for the bathroom, and his friends warn him not to puke, probably because that would violate the terms of the 50-page contract they drew up for this crucial undertaking. 50-page contract. I think they're being sarcastic. Whether this is real or not, we'll all remember where we were when vape culture jumped the shark, a shark that was swimming in a vat of human jizz. That's awful. That's disgusting. Here, I'll give you the what link. What temperature do you have to set it to to properly vaporize I the feel seat? like some experimentation is... Uh, is is due now i don't vape degrees. but you guys do uh i do ejaculate so I, I, think I, we've got I don't a team. vape my jizz anything less than 400 degrees <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's awful. oh here are the images okay yeah, these are the screen grabs from the video there's the mystery fluid it does look a little you know uh, it just doesn't look like my semen that's all uh, that's kind that's of a liquid thing but you know like they said it might be mixed with vegetable glycerin and, well, uh, that was just a bad idea. Is yeah. he French inhaling it? <laughs> or is that just a picture at the top? Wow. Ooh, French inhaling? What, what is that? When you uh, let the smoke billow out of your mouth and then you inhale it through your nose at the same time? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a French inhale. Florida men <laughs> keeping PKA stories rolling. Wow. How much, how much would you charge to, uh, to vape semen? No. No. Don't say no. There's a number. There's a number out there. We don't know what it is, but it exists. Whose does it have to be? Be real. <laughs> For ten grand, you'd do it, right? No. Yeah. Ten grand? I, 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 don't, need, I don't need. Oh, yeah. I don't need oh, ten yeah. grand that bad. <laughs> really? Ten grand? Yeah. That's you can catch it with ten grand. He did it for sixty-eight. Sixty-eight dollars. Yeah, my number's higher than that. I'd say well, seventy-two. Seventy-two dollars, yeah. and you'd vape semen. <laughs> back to when i was you know working minimum wage job i've i've you know my number might be smaller uh-huh <laughs> like 10 grand that's like you i like the money if i put a vape if i put a vape pen with some cum in it and ten thousand cash on the table you might be tempted you'd hit that thing <laughs> yeah you would you'd hit yeah. it like, i'd hit it I'd definitely smoke that thing. Absolutely. My Take issue is this. I have kids, right? Dude, hypothetical single Woody would vape that shit for $500. What? <laughs> not tell anybody about this. We'll keep this between you and I. <laughs> but I mean, the thing is, like, if this were to get out and like Hope goes through high school with the dad that vapes semen, you know, that's not good. That... Smoker. Exactly. Yeah. That I... I think can't the have that. Percussions, even if it was just among friends, someone's gonna know about it. And now, right. how much is it worth for you to be the guy that smoked semen? Yeah. You now, know, if it was say enough to put her through college, it, it's right? not just the act; it's the the aftermath. It's the shame. The, the shame. Yes. Are you allowed to like drop some like blueberry flavor enhancer? Oh in yeah. There? Oh totally. yeah. These guys so seem to use like vegetable like glycerin. I mean, blueberry be... bleach salt or whatever it would taste like. Sure. And yeah. I'm sure, I mean, think about it. You're vaporizing the liquid. Exactly. It's not like even nothing, come anymore. It's just water. You're only getting the water, right? Like <laughs> Absolutely not. You're getting cum. Vaporized <laughs> 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 cum. I mean, oh, water's a key ingredient in cum. It, Gotta you, be. Yeah, well, uh, that's a strong argument, Kyle. I mean, uh, if you vaporized <laughs> orange juice, you'd, you'd just get water, right? No. Yes. So there you should be really two prices. It's like, what would you be paid to do it? And then what would you be, be paid to do it? And then everyone knows about it. 
different story. The public, the public humiliation that comes. That might be a different Every, story. Everyone knowing about it, there's no amount of money because your life it would be that you would always be that guy. Like you, you would never not be that guy. You could cure cancer and it'd be like, yeah, this is good. maybe you got the inspiration from that cum vapor cake. <laughs> when I when I uh, I was a lifeguard a long long time ago, and a friend of a friend at a frat party ate a plate full of poop. Oh and, my god! Yeah. Who's poop? Who's poop? Uh, someone else at the parties. And and he wasn't even like money involved poop? in this. Was person poop? I uh, I don't know if there was money involved. There was a, oh there was money involved. And it was a hundred dollars for a hundred. <laughs> but he literally ate it with the fork, right? So it was like seven or eight, like you know, scoops of poop. Yeah, and and yeah, he just he just like 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 I eat chicken. You know, use the side of the fork. You kind of dig through, and then he took it. And the thing is. They called him shit eater. Like they introduced him to me as shit eater. This was months ago, right? Yeah. He had done this like before winter break. It's summertime, and they're like, "This toast. is shit eater." Why do they call him shit eater? Well, yeah, he I bet shit. If you found him today. There's still people calling him shit eater. That could be. <laughs> that could be. And that's the challenge, man. That's the thing. Like, it it it, it follows you. Some of these acts. The, For a hundred bucks, if you can go back and give back that hundred bucks and not be <coughs> shit eater his whole life. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I, it's not a good look, right? It's not a good look. That's not what you want to be known as. And as bad as it is for you, when, when you have like family honor to concern yourself with, then it, it only gets worse. All right. Shit. Now he's like married with kids and he runs, hey, they're shit eater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. That's, that's that's you're an old man back in the day. Yeah. He ate a whole plate of shit. <laughs> Not even his. It was Larry's shit. Larry's like, yeah, it was my shit. It was gross. <laughs> I, I threw up. I threw up, but it was my <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, that, that's way worse than the, the cum vape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah, it's yeah. Hundred dollars. Wow. Having to I chew it. Having my, to my wonder what the I, diet was of the person. My cousin and I used to like we'd find disgusting things on the farm, and we'd like we we'd suppose the question. You know, you'd say, "Hey, wh how much to take a bite of that?" And in in the in the the retort would be, "Well, do I have to like chew it up and swish it around, or can I get some mustard involved with the process?" You know, and we'd come up with dollar amounts for like putrid things, you know, a rotten dead chicken or like a mud hole that clearly was mostly cow shit or you know something like that. So that was a game we often played. We never actually did it because that's just sick and ri ridiculous. But <laughs> it was just fun to play the game and figure out how much Gosh, money. Just thinking about it, <laughs> I yeah. got a question. Link inbound. Uh, go back to the other thing. Which one would you rather go out with? <coughs> I gotta pull this. The thing. little one. The one on the right. The little one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I like the big one. You're then you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I, I feel like the big one has like, uh, it's sexier to me that that she's tall like that. There's more leg there. She's like a full-sized and then some person. Oh, by the way, one is an Olympic swimmer and the other is an Olympic gymnast. No, little one. Fool! <laughs> <laughs> you're picking the no. swimmer. Are you just, being, you're just being contrarian? You're just being contrarian right now. There's no way no, that you would choose I the tall. Yeah. I mean, and, I've and, known and my I, decision. And I, I'm not making my decision off of height either. I'm just... Of, yeah, like, see, to the me, one on the right is more attractive in the face to me. The one on the right is prettier or she knows how to do makeup better. One of those. Um... It's a little bit of both. It's probably prettier. But, well, 
It might be in it. I feel like the one on the right does make it better than the one on the Look, left. Lurch, Lurch just isn't doing it for me. <laughs> I, I, I imagine her legs to be so long that that's kind of hot. I imagine her like arms and her torso to be bigger. And I, I, I just. I, you want Nate to Armstrong? I like tall chicks, but. Yeah, I, I feel like like there's some sort of like. Like Rebecca Romaine. I don't know her, but, but I don't. I don't the fact that she's like a full-sized person, the fact that she's like there's just more to her, like she's more substantial. The other one to me is a toy, and uh, and I'd I'd rather have the the taller woman. Well, you incorrect. It, yeah, <laughs> false. That was a that's a wrong answer right there. I just yeah, did, that's uh, clearly the smaller one. Really? Yeah, but, because yeah, daintiness oh. is a sign of femininity. That's just natural for people to, to wow. make that connection. Well, put 2 or 3% more on my <laughs> game eater. There's yeah, Rebecca Romaine. You don't want a girl who can dunk on you. What he's thinking, like, but just think of how big those scoopy hands are in the water, just like plowing through. <laughs> like, Romaine like, is gorgeous like, as well. Like, yeah, she's, she's like six foot tall. And this enormous individual over here. She's pretty. This girl's pretty. Yeah, and she's, she's definitely pretty, pretty just... to be an enormous person like this, but the little girl is is much cuter. She's, her hair's no. her hair's really nice. She, you know, she's got it like a but she's, she's got a so face. Short. She's got like her, her smile. Her more. legs her are going better. to be short. Her her body is going to like. There's she's a gymnast. Yeah, she's she's a tiny little. She's thing. all bendy. You, you know, I, I I considered that right. And there's something hot about the whole bendy thing. And she's thing. so little. Are you but about to tell us this girl's like eleven yeah. years old or something, and you're tricking us? Like, oh here, look, no, I'm here, not look. going to. Gosh, I hope she's not That's eleven. Uh, um, yeah, look at those legs. Yeah, that's a lot of leg. I feel the like the thing is, I don't trust pictures on the internet. Yeah, I don't trust anymore. this picture at all. This yeah. is not. This isn't natural. You're right. It's not even a red background. <laughs> she's a model. It's like a green she, screen. She's, she was a. Uh, I think it's Mystique in X Men. She was Mystique. Yeah. I, I Those like shoes don't even look photoshopped real. anymore. They could make me look as hot as that chick if they photoshop it enough. <laughs> yep. uh, That'd take a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think it'd take too much. Yeah, come on. I got hot belly button. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely like the tall one. I feel like she's... I don't know. There's just something more substantial about her size and the length of her torso that's hot to me. I think you're in the minority there. If we would have a vote, yeah, I think it would be like 99 to 1. I wonder if there's like how I, I will agree I'm in the minority. Certainly I'm in the bottom quartile here, but I there's someone else out there who's gonna get what I'm saying. Who's gonna get it? Who's gonna be like, yeah, that like that that shoulder to like crotch distance is hot. Well, there's like there's someone there's out there who's getting like, well, I need shit for a hundred dollars. I don't understand what they're making the house about. <laughs> There's someone who's like, get. right, you need like a full size person to hug, right? And and I, I'm not like the chubby chaser or anything, but I, I definitely like her length is hot to me. But she yeah, puts if, her if, over. You, if you blacked out the faces and got them naked standing side by side, like I might agree with the body types, but no, no. I, be, I bet that gymnast has just a really tight rocking body, and well, the, the, the swimmer, swimmer, the swimmer does too, but I bet it's more lanky and and like sinewy. Sinewy, yeah, that's I had that in my head. I wasn't gonna use it. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, sinewy. The, the, the swimmer has very small boobs. It appears that, or she's wearing a sports bra or something. It's raining those babies in, but I don't care. Yeah, I, I just I just like her her long female shape. That's hot. Fair enough. I mean, they are both attractive. I just yeah. Objectively, yeah, the, yeah, the one on the left is probably the most attractive chick on her swim team. 
<laughs> I, I no, I don't. I think swimmers are hot. Maybe a little bias there. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I don't see it. I don't know. I've been around a lot of swimmers, and the, the, I've watched a lot of. I guess uh, they're just gyms. athletes. Yeah, I I've like watched a lot of female athletic clubs. Gymnasts yeah. are athletes just as much, or I don't know, just as much. I've never done either, so I have no idea. There's, undoubtedly, all Olympic athletes are athletes. At least all the ones I'm thinking well, of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they they all darts, pretty hard. Even the, darts the curling the fellow. Dar is darts uh, a sport in the Olympics? I don't know. Curling archery is, is though. Archery counts as a sport. It's oh. an Olympic sport. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But but also, you could probably get some pretty unathletic people to uh, excel. I I, I forget know. the name of the the sport, the, the Canadian sport where you push the rock on the ice. Curling, like, curling, curling, yeah. The yeah. Mop, mop guys, would you consider the mop guys athletes? Really? I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> Those That's guys are like drunk like, in why the not middle of their sport in there as well, and, and like horseshoes. Like, you uh, know, what would be a, a better one than any of those. Bring what? lawn darts into the Olympics. <laughs> that is an adventure. They're not even legal anymore. <laughs> really. I don't think they're sold, Londa. Well, my uncle had some of those. You know, get that, that was the greatest idea ever when I was a kid. You know, throw these darts up at the end and look up, <laughs> look up, where's the darts? That's exactly why you can't buy them. Those things are no joke. It's like three or four inches of steel yeah. needle. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically like a shuttlecock, right? If you guys know, like the badminton shuttlecock with like a three or four inch steel needle in the top or maybe a short arrow and, and you throw the dart up in the it's a dart why am i not describing it as Imagine a big like, steel like dart a, like a dart one would use in, on the lawn like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like a dart you might throw at a giant or something like it's just it's a, there's like three or four inches of steel with the big you know feather thing behind it but they're typically plastic and uh yeah, they just they you throw way up in the air, and the steel's so heavy they come driving down. Uh, but uh, we never, well, we rarely. What they do is you put circles Into on the ground. Hundreds of kids' faces. It was a little like horseshoes, where you throw it across the yard and try and get it in a circle. But yeah. that's not what people did. They threw it straight up in the air as hard as they could, and then they watched them come down, and you dodge them. This is a terrible, <laughs> terrible Can idea. Can you imagine the age that came out in? Like the 30s or 40s when they're playing that, and the parents are just having their martinis, and the kids are doing that. The parents are watching them, and they're like throwing it poorly, and they're like, Billy, calm your nerves with a cigarette. Throw it better. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's crazy. Oh. That's funny. <laughs> Imagining. All right, here's one for you. So look, if NASA offered you the chance to be the first person to walk on Mars, but you had a 10% chance of survival, would you do it? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Not even not a chance. Like, my my legacy of that is means nothing to me if I'm dead. You're not going to die well either. To, change it to 2% and then ask me again. <laughs> it's gonna change yeah. your answer. <laughs> okay, two percent chance of dying of living would 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 you do it for the two percent chance of living? No. Uh, what? Why would that? <laughs> Why did we go through that exercise? Like, if there's a zero percent chance of me dying, I don't even think that I'd want to put myself through going. Oh months. wow! Oh, I totally do that. For zero percent, I would do it. Yeah, if I get to live and be the first Martian, then then let's do this. Yeah, absolutely. 
I can vlog the whole thing. I mean, you're guaranteed to go down in history, right? You're the Neil Armstrong, the strong. Like, this is going to happen. I can't do it. I have too much responsibility. I got, like, a special needs kid, a wife, a daughter, etc. Like, I, I can't go rolling the dice, you know, with a 10% chance of surviving. But, you know, a hypothetical single me, if things aren't going good, and you offer me a chance to be immortal like this. Yeah. yeah that's I, true. If could, I were could homeless, you, all right, I could you live it. in your closet for like ah, i'd be bigger two, than that two years <laughs> maybe he's maybe woozy's closet but yeah my closet's yeah. fine <laughs> i could live in there yeah man i got a Woody's fridge in there what the fuck are you guest. talking about do we get the changing room i could i could ride my bike for laps in that <laughs> changing room if we have it's a changing a, room with a mirror that, that's, that's a made-up room the mirror must be eight feet tall so, so, like, what is the ship that they're going there in, though? It's got, it's not going to be some huge, you know, Babylon 5 city. It's going to be it's something... A, it's a ship with, like, a 90% success rate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a 10% uh, success rate. It's, it's, it's the confined spaces for an ex really extended period of time that I just wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, that'd be... Being in space, just the idea of it, like, I want to say it'd be so cool, and I'm sure it would, but that would just be so surreal and freaky. Like, I feel like I would get up there and yeah. immediately have a panic attack and just <laughs> well, not dude, even be able to function. If I was and how be long... alone on a spaceship for, like, three years on my way to Mars, I would download petabytes of porn. I would get all the porn. Bring I that would job to... machine, get it solar powered. <laughs> I, I would come prepared with so much. That that my spaceship would have the odor of spunk that have to yeah. ever be removed. You'd have to ejaculate into space. There's so much semen we had to start vaporizing it. Yeah. <laughs> Little did we know it became addictive. 75 years later when they discover the, the vessel. <laughs> it looked it's like just, that room from South Park when, when they first got the yeah. internet. It's like five auto blows that look like those horse masturbatory devices and then just like 600 dead D-cell batteries. <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> Oh, that's all I do to pass the time. Like if it was just going to the space station for like a week and then coming home, I'd do that. I could be in the confined space for a little while, but years. I think you're looking at like a six month journey or something like that. I get you you're not, yeah, not going to get there and back in six months. I no, go sick, there in six months. Then you're safe for a while. I probably get space sick. Probably. Yeah, I don't think awful to find out that you're skit space sick like 15 minutes into the journey. <laughs> Just hold yeah. on, Woody. You'll be back home in 18 months. <laughs> At least there's a 10% chance you'll be back home in 18 months. They, hopefully they would figure out that you got space sick before they rocketed you to Mars. I, I would like to go in one of those machine, those uh, centrifuges. Like yeah. we saw those videos of that Air Force guy, uh, and you know he was like taking multiple G's and and staying conscious. That looked interesting. That, like that guy that was like the hero, and they offered him like an opportunity. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty neat. Well, have you ever been on those gravity things at a like a amusement parks where they drop the floor out and you're yep. stuck in the wall? Yeah, I did those well actually. I did not. I vomited. I, uh, <laughs> you vomited on well, one of those. Oh, well, I got so sick from that thing. It like ruined the day. Well, it's like one of those <laughs> times ten. <laughs> I went upside did you down. Did while you were on it? 
Like, no, no. Like so. I don't remember where I actually vomited. I may have. I may have just made me really nauseous, and I never did vomit. But I just remember I didn't even want the deep fried Twinkie afterwards. <laughs> oh, I get that at amusement parks too. Sometimes it's, it's not that I'm vomiting. I'm always like excited to go to the next ride, but secretly kind of thankful that there's a line. You know, <laughs> just a little recovery time for me to get things straight before the I next ride starts. You went home. Oh yeah, it was bad. I, I felt like shit. I, I prefer mm. roller coasters. Much yeah, for sure. Over like the spin around. I, I don't get on the swings. Uh, I don't get on the like the teacups. Any of that shit. It'll make me puke. The spinning around stuff. But as long as it's a roller, co- the roller coasters can like you know do loops. They can do anything they want. And I'm I'm fearless. But you you put me on like the teacups, and I'll be puking everywhere. Or those scramblers where you just have to pray to God that someone who doesn't weigh fifty pounds more than you sits to the left of you, <laughs> and then it's just whoa. whoa. <laughs> Just getting smushed. I, I threw up on a kid on one of those one time when I I, I myself was probably <laughs> like ten, and he was he was younger than me, and I had my friend to my left and his little brother to my right, and I don't know why I didn't vomit on my own lap. That that that's that's what I would do now. I would like pull my shirt up and just vomit in my shirt or something. I guess. <laughs> but, like, I was just like, eh, meh, meh, and just puked in this guy's like oh. all over his like legs and shoes and lap and stuff. I vomited. You ruined all. his day and his yeah, friends' got- days. <laughs> yeah, it was all over my shoes too, and I just remember I felt I, I should have felt worse than I did, but I just didn't give a fuck at the time. <laughs> Fucks given equals zero. Zero at the time. I was, I was worried about my sneakers. I had to clean them that night. I had to eat a candy apple too. Ooh, that's nasty. I haven't had a candy apple in ages. Oh, neither. You just uh, vomited yeah. a turkey leg and a bunch of artificial caramel oh, all time, over the place. One time I got sick after I'd eaten a bunch of like fudge brownies, so it was like shitting out of your mouth, like Cartman. It was just like. <laughs> Sticky. It was just like, that was just tears running down my face. My my girlfriend was at the door. He's like, "Are you?" I was like, "Go away!" It's like a continuous fudge. Vomiting field. Like just they were sticky, and you could feel it coming down your esophagus. It was the worst. It was really bad. Nasty. Dude, I've got a story. Let's hear it. All right. So this happened in India on uh, my birthday, February 19th. (laughs) Wedding ends in brawl after bride marries the guest instead of the groom. Like on accident or? No. It was surely a wedding that both families will never forget. A bride in India decided to marry a guest on her big day after the groom-to-be had a seizure during the ceremony. The decision sparked a brawl after the husband-to-be regained consciousness and realized his would-be wife was with someone else, reported the Times of India. The incident unfolded when Jugal Kishore of Morabdabad was preparing to garland his 23-year-old bride, Indira. As Kishore extended his arms, he had an epileptic fit and fell to the ground in front of the gathering. The bride, apparently angry that her family was kept in the dark about Kishore's medical condition, announced that she would marry a guest at the wedding instead. The guest, dressed only in jeans and a leather jacket, was reportedly startled before agreeing to the bride's request. And the ceremony continued. After Kishore received medical treatment from a doctor and returned to the wedding, he pleaded with the bride to change her mind, but she refused. A brawl then broke out, where spoons, plates, and dishes were used as weapons. Authorities detained a few in the brawl. Kishore's family later filed a police report, but withdrew it after amicably resolving the matter with the bride's family. The police officer told the Times of India. So yeah, 
Dude, doesn't this have to be like someone that she knows? It's not like nope. a complete stranger. It could be. That's the thing about Indian marriages. Woody knows better than anyone. Like this all makes this would this would be insane if it were anywhere but India with those arranged. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Do you think it was an arranged marriage or one of those like super rich families where they let them do what they want and they have a giant like five thousand person feast? What often happens in India is kind of a um, they wouldn't consider them arranged marriages. They're like, this wasn't an arranged marriage. There was a detailed interview process. We agreed to this. You know, like <laughs> they think of an arranged marriage as one where, like, it's almost forced, right? Like, like that happens in Game of Thrones. But what happens in India is. Like, you know, like, all right, so this guy's in, you know, interviewing all these potential families. They'll make sure the whole family meshes. They'll make sure that they match. They might even go on, like, one or two dates, and then they get married. And uh, I guess... But, but, but the parents are providing the the candidates, right? Right. And, and they're involved in the interview process, you know, and they get to... And oftentimes, like, you know, they know each other, and they kind of know what kind of stock they're dealing with too, right? This is my son. He's a doctor and he's handsome. So I expect prime grade women to be applying for this guy. <laughs> this is my other son. You know, he's an auto mechanic and he's medium looking. So we expect some C grade women, you know, to be applying for the position of his wife. And, it's still uh, pretty callous to do all this in the middle of the wedding where it's just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. We're already here. Grab this guy. Let's do it. So, so he had an epileptic seizure, and they were like, "Oh, you didn't disclose the fact that this guy wasn't prime breeding material during the interview process." So she married a guest. It, wow. Sure, callous, without a doubt. <clears throat> but do you think that 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 guy was not pre-qualified? Uh, like he's the second-string quarterback. Put him in. <laughs> oh, the, the guest? Right. I don't know. I wonder what I wonder what he said. Like, you know, like, all right, I'm going to marry someone else. What do we got out here? Engineer, look like this, 23 years old. You know, all right, all right. Not bad. What else we got out here, you know? PhD candidate, 27 years old, look like that. And she just, I, like, I wonder how quickly she found guy yeah. number two. Like the the dad up there, like an auctioneer. We got an engineer. We got an engineer. Doctor, doctor. Give me doctor. Give me doctor. Doctor, doctor. Five. Sold. <laughs> Do I hear attorney? Do I hear attorney? Yeah. <laughs> oh, patent lawyer. Patent lawyer. Her family must have been really rich, or she must have been really hot for some dude to just agree out of nowhere to get married like that, knowing that this is the type of woman that if you get stopped for like a fucking speeding ticket on the way home from work, she's going to be calling the insurance agency trying to cash in on your life insurance. Like, yeah, I haven't seen him in eighteen minutes when he was supposed to be home he, he's dead dead I'm, I'm about to get remarried like it's just, yeah. this is that's uh, i guess you could just say like, something about culture and it being okay but i have no idea I, i'm not very versed in indian culture yeah it just seems very bizarre to me shucks i'm, I'm trying to her first name's indira but i want to like i wish i could find her first and last name so i could google her and see what she looks like uh, it's not coming up. <clears throat> yeah, I wonder how hot she was. That'd be that'd be interesting. But those divorced, Indian right? marriages, those are huge, right? Like they yeah. have hundreds of people there, so it seems like a bad idea to be like, well, there's 2,500 people here. Probably a good idea to piss off 1,250 of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they're they're big, they're expensive, they're multi-day affairs, and um, the also like uh, the people I worked with would send themselves deep into debt. Like like they'd spend, you know, 
fifty, seventy-five thousand dollars a year salary on their you know brother's wedding, just uh-huh. to shower them in like gifts and things, and a lot of them had no lasting value either. You know, like big shows and displays of wealth or fun for the wedding day. You know, like it's one thing like in my head. This is the frugal version of me, but like if you devote seventy-five grand towards the house he's buying, that's a really cool thing. But seventy-five grand in party? That's yeah. stupid. You buy three and a half million doves. It's like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that that's a good example too. Well, like, I've never been to a bar- party that cost seventy-five thousand dollars, so I couldn't really say if it would be. Then you it. haven't uh, lived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. The most I, I went to a forty or fifty thousand dollar wedding once. Yeah. Um, Joe's wedding's coming up. That should be a nice little affair. I'm sure. I'm sure. I hope it's frugal. Yeah, we talked about this one time. I don't think they're frugal about that sort of thing. Joe, Joe seems really pragmatic. Yeah, I, I, I think I remember when you and me and Joe and maybe one other person, I can't remember who it was, we're, we're in a car in Chicago and we we're kind of talking about... We were talking about this sort of thing. We are talking about how much to spend on weddings and you were being really pragmatic. And I feel like he was the one being like, nah, nah, you throw a big one. And he was he was talking about making a you know spending a lot of money. We'll see what he does. I hope I I'm with you. I, I feel like it should be a conservative sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know where they landed it. Last time I talked to Joe about it, he and his fiance were. Uh, I mean, it was a. I guess they were putting their heads together trying to figure out where on the spectrum they wanted to land. Yeah. So uh, it should be cool. I look forward to it. in May. Right? They get married. Yeah, May. Yeah. So April paintball May marriage. Good. Yeah, it's going to be good. I, I, uh, I, I think we should get a few more. I don't like them saying that we don't come through with that stuff because a lot of the stuff, like the Jeremy Wheel of Pain thing, you just can't make – like if he come, I, I do it. He won't come. He refuses to do the Jeremy Wheel of Pain. Like he won't. I don't know why, right? I mean this <laughs> – It's because it's, it's torture. You know? <laughs> I know. He a, he's got a full-time job. He's working. There will be no Jeremy Wheel of Pain because Jeremy doesn't want to be subjected to a Wheel of Pain. You know, 2012 Jeremy would have done it. Oh, 2012 Jer- Jeremy would have fucking put a bottle rocket up his ass or something. We need a 2012 Jeremy. What is the wheel of pain? It's a uh, it's a little wheel you spin, and there are like uh, pie sections on it, and some of them are cash, and some of them are horrible things like um, you know getting shot with a beanbag round or tasered, or getting a PKA <laughs> tattoo, or uh, you know having to do like tw- like six shots back to back. Uh, you know, weird stuff Pickle like Pickle shots and the other Pickle eating shots. horrible things. That uh, sounds like fun. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun. It yeah. seemed like fun for us. But Jeremy wasn't up for it. That yeah. Means, like, <laughs> do it, you know. That's, that's how things go. Yeah, some of those things weren't our fault. And some, I think a couple of them were wings-related, like video ideas that he didn't follow yeah, up yeah, on. Yeah, you can't get somebody to do Fat Lincoln if they don't want to do Fat Lincoln. And even even so- if you, Oh. What happened? Four-hour limit for the group call. I just lost... What? Oh, really? You've reached your four-hour limit. <laughs> I've never seen that. Let's call back. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing. All right. And call. Here we go. All right. We got another four hours. Let's see. Are people in the right slots? They are. All right. Cool. All right. So that's the thing. I never had a four Yeah, hour. we reached the four-hour limit on our group call, so... <laughs> We're back Jesus business. Christ. So let's press on a bit. What, what, what were we just talking about? That uh, kind of we threw were, me for a oh, loop. Oh, Fat Lincoln. Now, I'm not sure Fat Lincoln was a gold idea. 
That was my idea. So, so it's a little bit more than just him dressing up as Fat Lincoln. He was going to do a, uh, a, a Gettysburg address, but it was going to be gaming related. It was, you know, four score and eight Call of Duties ago, our fathers brought forth onto this game platform a new shooter. You know, it's going to be like that. And I was going to write it for him. And I, that was just off the top of my head there. So I could probably come up with something pretty good. Dude. I, I so found the costume. I, I once did a video, and I couldn't find it. But basically, I took that Al Pacino speech from any given Sunday and did it again in terms of domination, right? Like, this game is fought for one ticket at a time. And you fight for those tickets, and you claw for those tickets. and you. Oh, my God. I thought it was the coolest thing. And I thought my delivery was amazing. And my voice was hoarse like his was. And I drummed up all the, like, passion and inspiration I could. And then I uploaded it thinking, like, yeah, drop the mic. This shit's going to go wild. <laughs> oh, my God. It was one of the poorest received videos in the history of my channel. They all said I sucked, that, you know, they never tried to do Pacino, that it... If you had had wings do Lincoln, there's a decent chance it would have been received do the same your, way. Do your Pacino voice. I want to hear it. <laughs> I need the speech. <laughs> Hold on. No, just I some don't know, improv. Man, you put wings cuff. in a costume, and it's just funny. That's what, I, you know, it, when you saw him wearing that wig, drinking that juice that was going to make him poop or whatever, like, that's a funny video because he's wearing the wig. looking. He looks like a little, It's it looks a little bit like John Travolta from Pulp Fiction, but he's he's him. So it's what just wig fun. did he wear drinking the juice? It was like a long black like wig like down to here almost. It was all in his eyes. He's like pulling it out of his face while he's like, <laughs> he and Kitty are talking about it. And he's he drinks down this juice drink that's got these seeds in it, and it like cleans your colon out or something. He hadn't pooped in like three or four days. About to have to like glove up and go on in there, you know, like gangster grandma. <laughs> gangster something. grandma on the tag. Yeah, yeah, gonna have to go in, you know, elbow deep to get the guy moving his bowels. I was talking to Joe. I was texting with him. I was like, he still isn't shit, man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I, I, there were a lot of ideas like that. You just can't get people to to do stuff like that. I, now I've put on like six costumes on the show. I'll dress up as Fat Lincoln, but you know, maybe maybe I could be regular Lincoln. Uh, I'll look into no. those. No, no, the fat is what makes it funny. I thought so, Regular too. Regular Lincoln is an Academy Award-winning movie. <laughs> You're not going to beat that. That's true. That's true. Uh, Speaking of the Academy Awards, Daniel Day-Lewis him. Birdman won uh, Best Picture. That was a great movie. I really liked it. We, uh, Woody and I and Shiz watched it together. I was neutral on it. I don't know. Like Upon reflection... Go ahead. Stratton was trying to talk. It's like watching a play, though. It was like... It's it's cool mm -hmm. play, but as a movie and like the whole continuous shot thing's cool, but I I really didn't think it was like the best movie ever as far as content. I enjoyed no. the performances. I thought Edward Norton was great, and I really liked watching actors portray actors acting. If if yeah, that makes sense, right, right. When they, because it was different when they were on that stage putting on a performance for the crowd. They're they're. Acting yeah, like they're acting. Acting yeah. like they're acting. It's clearly different, and that's a whole other level of acting, and you could see it. And Edward Norton was great. And uh, and Michael Keaton, I've always known, was a great actor. Uh, he's one of those guys. He's like a Reddit uh, R movies favorite. They love, they've been shouting mm. that guy's praises for years, wanting him, to, wanting him to have that comeback role. And so they're just drooling over this. Everybody's so happy for him. Yeah, I liked the performances and like the cinematography of it. But yeah. as, a, as a story... You nailed it for me too. Like the performances were incredible, and and what Kyle said about actors playing actors was really interesting too. Like you could see them up there on stage being actors, and then they came out of that role 
And it's like they weren't acting anymore. All of a sudden, they were so good at their characters that you're like, oh, now I'm back to real life. Mm-hmm. And and like so that was kind of neat to see. They, they, it, the the, ta- the cast was super talented, but the story afterwards, like I'm, I was just. Like, Emma Stone was good. It, it was like a vanity vehicle or something for Michael Keaton to show off his talents and you know that that's not what I'm looking for. I'm I looking like to be that because story because I felt like the the character in in the in the in the film so directly mirrored Michael Keaton's reality. Like you know, right. it seemed like the character is struggling with the fact that he can't be. Birdman anymore. This superhero he played back in the day that's not in style anymore. And nowadays, superhero guys who are playing superheroes are making millions and millions. And they're you know the you know you got Robert Downey Jr. He and, and he's even thinking about it. He's like, you should have been Iron Man. And you know, going back and forth with this. Right. And you look at the Birdman poster, and you're like, wait a minute. When you take like this much of it away, it's Batman. This mm-hmm. is all a parallel to Keaton's bat performances, Batman back in the early '90s. You know, he was the first Batman, and it's almost like he's speaking from the heart here, like like he's really saying, like, I was fucking Batman first. I had that shit nailed. People loved me as Batman. You know, I, I could have been Iron Man. It's almost like he's really, it's almost like it's real, and, and that was kind of dark to me. Like when he's having that self reflection, if you can even call it that, when he's having a conversation with Birdman. And Birdman's like, you're a god. And he's just like, he's just, get out of my head. Like, back and forth. I like that. And I was what's, thinking your, like, what's your take on the telekinesis? Oh, that's all in his head. He was, he was crazy. There's, he's not flying. I knew that from the beginning. Like, the guy doesn't yeah, have superpowers. Yeah, he was just a lunatic. He was yeah, just imagining crazy. all these things, living in his glory days. Yeah, Birdman. Yeah, he... he it, it, the coolest part to me was, like I said, that Michael that it almost felt like it was real, and that maybe Michael Keaton has those thoughts in his own head. I, it was I liked it a lot. Um, I didn't think it was going to win Best Picture, and I thought Interstellar was going to get mm. some awards, but they seemed to get nothing. Yeah. That's and, my uh, favorite movie of the year. of the year. It was so fucking good. Yeah, um, I, I'm I getting ready it twice to... in the theaters for a three-hour movie to feel like you know, oh man, I just want to watch it again. You know, yeah, I awesome. really enjoyed it. I, I, I'm looking for. I'm, I'm going to watch it a second time here soon. Uh, but it's one of those movies that, like, I want to make sure I'm upstairs on my big TV and it's nighttime and the lights are off and I can turn the volume up as loud as I want and I can really enjoy it because it's just so good. Yeah, I went I, to I, IMAX to see it the first time. Yeah, I did too. In um, because they shot it in uh, in what millimeter? It's like, like 45 millimeter or something. It was something. It was like 90. It was something crazy. 90, yeah. And you had to go like a special theater to get the full effect of it. And I did that. I went to like there's a the biggest theater in Georgia and watched it. I, I really dug it. It might be 70 double 35. Yeah, yeah, that that's it. But uh, but it didn't really get any. I don't think it got any awards. Uh, I know Boyhood got a couple. It seemed like um, that's Birdman. what I want to see. Yeah, I'm interested in that. The the whole process. Ethan Hawke's in that one as well. I think. Uh, so so yeah, I'd be up for watching that. Uh, Selma is that it, it about the the civil rights movie? I I'm not interested in that at all. I'd watch it, but yeah, the, <laughs> I forget. Um, I'm gonna slaughter the joke, but it was uh, Bill Maher from the HBO special was saying that he's like, you know, the awards have gotten so segmented, right? Like all the black people are voting for like Selma to get it, and all the white people are voting for. You know, Interstellar to get it, and then all the priests in the Vatican are voting for Boyhood, because <laughs> that's, that's, that's what funny. they're into. That's yeah, funny. Awesome joke. Well, tw- was it 12, <laughs> 12 Years a Slave? That was a good that's movie. That's the one I, yeah, he actually said it was, 12 Years a Slave. That was a good movie. I still haven't I seen see that. It. It's 
very good. I, 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 I recommend it. There's only so much white guilt that you could pile on my shoulders here. <laughs> I don't need to see that. I know what it's about. It's awful. It's a. It, he was a what? northerner, and these guys came up from the south, and they basically kidnapped this man who was a free man and brought him down to the south and enslaved him for 12 years, and it's his story. I don't need that. It was but, probably my fucking great 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 grandpa who went and like clubbed him over the head or something. Like, but, but I mean, even outside of the story, if you can like Birdman for its performance and cinematography and stuff like that, it's, outside mean, of the story, it's still a good movie to watch. I, I see where you're going with that, but I need a little more. I it, it, it can't be <laughs> depressing. Like like I can watch a movie like My Life. Well, it has a happy ending. Spoiler. Uh, it's not that. <laughs> you know what I didn't realize about sleep? I was watching Crash Course. You guys familiar with Crash Course, the YouTube channel? John Green runs it. I don't no. I discovered it. It's not new, but I discovered it like two or three months ago. And it's amazing. This guy in 15 minutes covers history. And uh, it's really like the production value is super high. And, and I just keep learning more about John Green. He, you know that um, A Fault in Our Stars, that movie about the two kids yeah. with cancer? My daughter loved it. He wrote yeah. that book. He has like several. He has the Vlog Brothers YouTube channel. He has the Crash Course YouTube channel. He's this guy's just amazing at his jobs. Anyway, he um he did a thing on slavery, and the big takeaway from it that that was news to me was I always thought we we like I had anything to do with it got the slaves by going to Africa in like the dark of night and stealing people and putting them on boats and chaining them up, etc. That wasn't how it happened at all. Like we'd go. We, again. Uh, but the, the slave owner, traders would go work with, like, the chiefs of a tribe, and they would give up their people. They'd sell them. They were selling people into slavery, and then they'd take them to um, the America, and they'd sell them at a higher price. Yeah, or was, the Caribbean. Yeah. Or the Caribbean, yeah. They, they were going there, buying slaves for a dollar and selling them for two. And... Uh, I don't, they just made the slave traders seem like the only bad people in this chain when the other bad people were the chiefs of these African tribes. Yeah. Sometimes they'd sell enemies, but a lot of times, yeah, you're right, they'd sell their own people. Just, uh, they were out to make a buck. It, it, it wasn't a... So there has to be instances of, of people just kidnapping a whole village and putting them on a boat, though. Well, I just don't think that the traders are, are equipped for that. They've got to show up and, you know, they, they show up. It's easier to show up with gold or, or, or currency of some kind and just pay to get the people than it is to show up with a bunch of guys and be like, all right, we're going to this village over here and, like, like take them by armed combat or something like that. Yeah, if that were going on, you'd... If that were going on, it wouldn't take long before the villages were really ready to defend themselves against, you know, a ship, right? Yeah. One ship full of invaders is going to get you nowhere. But a ship where you can buy people i can see how that becomes a sustainable model hmm. yeah I, I never knew that didn't i didn't you? know it either but it, afterwards it made perfect sense and it was like you know i feel like the chiefs of africa got off scot-free in the annals of history you know when the the slave traders were made out to be the sole bad guys or the slave buyers what about the slave sellers they're awful too yeah i well, think every, everyone in the whole chain was a little bit, uh, well, morally off. <laughs> well, it's good this. to see Africa is such a peaceful place nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Republican Advanced dream. Advanced and... Yeah, and, there's, and, there's uh, very little forward controls, guns for everybody. This mm -hmm. is uh, no EPA. Progressive is the way to Africa say it. Africa is a scary fucking place. <laughs> yeah. Progressive yeah. is the term for Democrat now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. It's yeah. such a douchey way to describe yourself. 
it's a libertarian progressive dream <laughs> it's like a, it's a way to describe yourself that's also condescending to others oh i'm i'm pro oh of course you don't get it you're not progressive you, you're not progressing society you know, like i am i'm progressive you're you're just let me pat you on your head you don't understand like just fuck you but they made liberal a curse word they had to pick a new one what would you have picked uh hippie? i don't know yeah hippie hippie <laughs> don't know either yeah but it, it yeah they, they somehow made liberal like a, a bad word oh the rare spotting of the murka girlfriend I've got a question for you, Murka. <laughs> Very sneaky. Your um, your room back there is immaculate. Is it always so? My room? Yeah, I'm looking behind you. Every book is in sh in place. Every look at those two decorative things on top of the case. The lighting, that it's place. Very, very well organized. organized. It those looks recently books. vacuumed. Those are all. Those are all TV series or movies. Yeah, that's all movies and TV series. Books are on a different shelf over there, but it's usually pretty clean, unless yeah. your pictures like, for the are most square. Part. That place is uh, you are a landlord's dream. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm yeah, always very, very disorganized, hence the backdrop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm disorganized, and that is my backdrop. I am. Yeah, this this room is a is a real fucking disaster area. Uh, there is shit everywhere. Uh, Just everywhere. guns and bullets. Guns and bullets and, and and all kind of gear and accessories. There's like a pile of holsters over there and like paintball pods and pistols. My other paintball rifle, like weights over here and like I don't know night vision and gun cases and ammo and a bowl with an old banana peel in it. And yeah, I bought and, 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 and I'm not dirty. I don't leave like food sitting out rotting and stuff. But it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> It's all it's all valuable stuff, but it, here I'll give you a little shot of what's on the floor here. Like that's a pile of valuable stuff just spread out. <laughs> that's all a, that's over a funny the floor. way for people who are kind of messy to justify their messiness. Where it's like, well, it's not like there are cats rotting under newspapers from 1943, but there's a little bit of stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> my big mess is that PC case back there, and I just haven't parted with it yet. It was expensive. It, it was four hundred dollars, but it was the one I wanted. So I was like, all right, I'll spend the extra 250 I guess, over what a normal good case would cost. And I'll use it from PC to PC to PC. Well, now I want a rack-mounted case. So I took all the internals and put it in a new rack-mountable case. And uh, I'm just like, well, that thing is good. It's not broken. I could still have it. I, why would I throw it away? Throwing it away because it's just a mess in there. It doesn't have much value to me. I, it's just a little slow to part with it because it costs a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you sell it online or something. I, I took so much of my junk and eBayed it. I, if it was easier to ship, I mean, it's big and it's heavy, and I, I feel like it costs seventy five dollars to ship somewhere. Mm. Craigslist, maybe that. Then you, you got to deal it with up. it though. Yeah, yeah, Craigslist. I don't know. Then I have to deal with it, like you said. I, trash list, man. Just fucking dump it. Move on. Let it go. I, I think that's what I'll do. But I haven't done it yet. Yeah. Uh, I've got a new well, story. Well, what you got? The world's first penis reduction surgery. <laughs> I can't be the first. Wow. According to uh, the Daily Mail and I think right. Fox News was involved. Ooh, the Daily anyway. Mail. <laughs> There's a reputable news source. Um, the teenager requested the operation after his manhood grew so large that he wasn't able to have sex anymore. 
Wow. 17-year-old boy has undergone the world's first penis reduction surgery, surgeons claim. The American teen requested the surgery after his penis grew too large, restricting his ability to have sex or play competitive sports. The boy's surgeons were shocked when he came to them complaining his penis was too big. When flaccid, it measured almost 7 inches in length and had a circumference of 10 inches, around the size of a grapefruit. What? That's like a... a that's like a arm. disease. That's like yeah. elephantitis. Yeah, elephantitis of the dick. Surgeons that's like described having it fluid being, stuck in your skin. That's Surgeons described it as being shaped like an American football. The surgeon who treated the teenager, Raphael Carrion, a urologist at the University of South Florida, of course, there comes a time in every urologist's career that a patient makes a request so rare and it's impossible to comprehend that all the training breaks down and leaves the physician spe- speechless. That question was, can you make my penis smaller? The teenager had suffered from bouts of priapism. I don't know what that is. An unwanted erection due to having a condition in which an abnormally shaped blood cell blocks the vessels in the penis, causing it to swell. The episode left his penis bloated and misshapen. He said he was unable to have sex or play competitive sports. After having difficulty wearing pants due to his large and heavy phallus, he was embarrassed by how visible it was and it appeared under regular clothing. Though his penis was large, it didn't grow when he had erections. It merely became firmer. His penis inflated like a balloon. This sounds like a man's dream, a tremendously inflated phallus. But unfortunately, it was degenerate's length and its girth was just massive, especially around the middle. It looked like an American football. Dr. Carey and his team looked at the medical literature but couldn't find any precedent for what to do. Lord knows, there's a global race on how to make it longer and thicker in plastic surgery circles, but very little on how to make it smaller. In the end, they decided to embark on a surgical technique normally used to treat Perion's disease, a condition where scarred tissue develops around the penis, causing it to bend. The mm. surgeon sliced along an old circumcision star, scar, unwrapped the penis, and cut out two segments of tissue from either side. It was a bit like having two side tummy tucks. That's how we explained it to him. The doctors were able to bypass the urethra, the the tube which contains ur- carries urine through the penis and all the nerves that provide sensation. The teenager spent just two days in the hospital before returning home, apparently ecstatic with his new penis. The doctors didn't take final measurements of the penis, although Dr. Carrion told Mail Online the result was, quote-unquote, generous. It's slightly, <laughs> oh, longer and thicker than, <laughs> it's slightly longer and thicker than the average male, but now it looks symmetrical and the patient was very satisfied. The teen now has no problem having normal erections with full sensation. It looks cosmetically appealing. It was a life-changing event and he's all smiles. Since the paper describing the surgery was published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, Dr. Carrion has had the only one person approach him and request the same surgery. The second man seems to have a naturally large penis because there's nothing unusual in his medical history, so it doesn't seem like there's real any abnormality in this case. Whereas wow. the first teenager had an obvious medical condition that needed training. <clears throat> Performing surgery on someone who's completely healthy but having difficulties with the size of his penis is another matter. Their controversial waters were stepping in. Who is to judge what is a legitimate complaint and what isn't? You don't normally have men complaining about these things. It's a unique case. Yeah, that priapism put... thing, like that would, eventually that would have, like made it rot off, like if Is there's right? no blood getting there. Yeah, Is like I, that. I have a like a medical picture of the penis here. I'll share. I don't want to see. Yeah, I don't want to see it either. Yeah, I want to see it. You do. You do. <laughs> it, it, it's like an X-ray, and uh, all right. It. <sighs> oh yeah, that's a problem. 
Yeah. It's, it's not a good cock. I mean, I, I've seen many, many cocks. And, uh, <laughs> not, not a good one. Yeah, this not one of my favorites. Yeah, when you first said about the penis reduction, I'm thinking like a 15-inch penis cut down to seven, but that's not the case. It was not made shorter. It's just this over-swollen football that was reduced down to a penis size. Yeah, yeah. I forget. They said, how long did they say it was? Ten inches? We said no. seven. Classic. Ten around. Oh, right, right. And... They didn't. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they said seven in length and ten around. Yeah. Flaccid. Flaccid. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming. No, but they said it didn't change because there was like that condition that the blood clot, right? It would just got firmer or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a weird scenario. Oh, well, good for him. That's good. Yeah, good for him. That's unfortunate. It's been hard to walk around with that thing. Congratulations oh, on the new penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I wonder what his situation is like in high school. Like, oh, whoops. I wonder if I could have killed him. Can't be that embarrassing. There are, there are much more embarrassing things to have happen in high school. <laughs> no, dude, but this isn't just like, a, oh, it's getting everywhere. It's like it's a, a, it's like a deformity. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. It doesn't <laughs> even look. The cock was so big they had to operate on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like, yeah, that'd be pretty, and, and I bet it's one of those situations like uh, they described in. Um, Make for a good story, though. I, I bet, I bet it's a better penis afterwards. I bet he has a a, mm -hmm. a perfectly shaped one. It's it's perfectly symmetrical. He got exactly what he wanted. I wonder if it stands up properly, right? Because before it seemed to just inflate like a water balloon. You they know, you, you really want it to point north, like that. It made me, it sound like. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Hmm. Maybe they'll write a follow-up story. <laughs> maybe he'll do porn. That'd be great. That's what he. Yeah. Maybe he'll yeah. end up in the porn industry. I wonder how a career well for him. Yeah, there could be some money in there. He's 17 now. He's got to hang on. Was well, that a show? Okay. I believe it is. All right. So, Painkiller Already, episode 219. Oh, you need to pimp Squarespace. Absolutely, Squarespace.com/pka. That's how you get that free trial plus 10% off. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or, portfolio, or online store. And I swear to fucking God, we've got we to gotta partner with them and make some kind of a website because I think that'd be really fun. And I got some ideas. Awesome. <laughs> Check out Wicked Shrapnel. Link in the description. Yeah. And, uh, Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. I'm it's working again again. Use my coupon code. Buy their shit. Make them like me. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Take it easy.